The playoffs are around the corner. Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 103 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Franny. Right across the table from me, Ben, once again, wearing his Steelers gear even after another loss. And we are a show about NFL football, whiskey, and beer reviews. You'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. That's a little generous, Ben. You know, we're getting better every Single week as we get through the NFL, getting better at covering the NFL and better at, well, probably better at covering scotches, bourbons, and rise than we are at covering the NFL. So tune in to the second half right. of the show <laughs> when we cover. Uh, we have a beautiful scotch this week. But, Franny, how was your week this week? It was a good week, Ben. I mean, I only worked four days this week, um, so it wasn't too bad. It kind of flew by. What about you? Uh, actually, it was a pretty long week uh-huh. this week. Oh, it's starting, it's starting to sound like, yeah. the last couple of weeks you said were pretty good, but yeah. now it's starting to sound like the old. Yeah, we need weeks. to, you know, people need to just learn to, you know, take it a little bit easy at the end of the year. If you drive your people too hard around the holidays, they tend to resent you for it. <laughs> uh, but went up to the mall today. I thought it was, yeah. uh, the, thought I was going to run into Rick and <laughs> the rest of the Walking Dead crew. <laughs> there was nobody up at the mall today. It was it very, very eerie. creepy. A little eerie. And uh, like you said, there was people waiting outside of Louis Vuitton. I'm not yeah. sure why or how. I mean, I don't know how people have enough money to just wait outside Louis Vuitton, but I'm definitely not waiting in yeah. front of that store. Yeah, Target was wide open, yeah. but the Louis Vuitton store had a line I down the you know down the corridor and around the corner. I'm not looking for a wallet for four hundred dollars. Yeah, no. Especially not an ugly wallet. Yeah, I'm not no. a. I don't like the, the yeah. pattern. The LV pattern is just ugly. I don't no. know why people like it. It looks. It looks. I don't know, kind of trashy. Yeah, to me. I'm not know. a trust fund child, an athlete, <laughs> or a musician, so I don't carry a Louis Vuitton bag. I feel like those are the only people I ever see carrying Louis Vuitton uh-huh. bags that are men, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Not that this is a you know gendered thing, but I mean, yeah, you know, not a big fan of uh, of what they have to offer for I, that amount of money. Yeah, that's would, a lot of money. And I would feel weird just taking out a Louis Vuitton wallet to pay for my groceries. That's you know, it's smart. <laughs> And final or at you know like tj maxx yeah or something seems, you know you go to tj maxx and you pull out your louis vuitton it's like why are you here yeah seems like a little overkill you waited in line for three hours to get into the store now yeah. you're buying something at tj maxx with your louis vuitton wallet or purse or whatever yeah it seems like a little bit of a status symbol that's yeah. outside of outside of our ability to comprehend Take this louis vuitton and drive your kia yeah exactly <laughs> I would. Hey, what are you drinking over there? Not that there's anything wrong with Kias out there. No, They're, it's a it's a great car company. But if you're waiting in line at Louis Vuitton, maybe drive something else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what are you drinking over there, Franny? Uh, tonight, Ben, I have uh, a little bit of the Whipsaw Rye, which I've been drinking for the last few weeks. A little bit of the Whipsaw, some Coke, and a little bit of the Club Soda. I don't want too much sugar, Ben. You know how I feel about too much sugar. I'm watching my figure. Yes, always watching his figure. I can't get to the gym like I used to. And knowing that uh, I've been working out probably, I think, for about the last five months, give or take, still have not been able to reduce my belly. So <laughs> Frane is trying to get to not get into the situation where he, in fact, has the belly that he needs to get rid of. I mean, it takes time to put it on. It takes time to take it off. Yeah, it feels like it takes longer to get rid of it than it did to put it on. <laughs> Uh, I'm drinking the gray whale gin that you were so kind to get me last week. I this is a yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful gin from of all places California. It's got kelp and mint and almonds and juniper and limes from all around the state of California. It's a beautiful bottle, beautiful gin. Not a sponsor, but no. it's a great, great 
Jin. Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL news as usual. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our NFL Week 14 recap and Week 15 picks. We actually had a couple of games tonight, which was interesting on a Saturday. Blowouts. Yes, two blowouts in a row. We also have our shot of the week in honor of Christmas. It is. Can't wait. We don't have a name for it just yet, but we will have a name later on in the podcast. It's a nice, it's a beautiful shot. It's a sweet shot, Ben, for weeks there. We were taking the spicy shots in honor of the Steelers and their hot streak and their undefeated season, which ended a couple of weeks ago. And it seems like they can't buy a win. No. Now. No. And they got the Bengals. So they, but you're, you're back to wearing your yeah, Steelers gear. Yeah. You're back to we wearing have your to, Steelers we gear. We have to. You got to represent. You weren't happy after that first loss, but you know, I, I see you've come to terms with where your team is right now. Yeah, less happy with the second loss. Yeah. <laughs> and we also have our beverage of the week, which is an Isla Scotch. It's the Bunaha bin. And I can't wait to try that, Ben. I mean, me and you are such huge fans of the Isla Scotches. You know, it, it's it's uh it's an acquired taste, but once you acquire it, you can't get enough of it. Exactly. And you, I still remember when you when you first brought over the uh um, the, the ten the year ten. the ten year art bag, and I looked at you like you were crazy. Yep. Because you know we we were drinking the smooth sort of scotches, and we didn't really know you know what to sort of yeah, make get, of it. make of that sort of flavor and we didn't like it at first but you know once it once you come around to it you really do enjoy it and yeah you uh, put it up there on the top shelf right away with all the <laughs> the dusty vases <laughs> and all the the glassware that no one ever uses He's like let me just put it up here on the top shelf where we put all our important stuff <laughs> yeah. up here next to the popcorn popper yeah, but it is the Bunhaben and it is their Steuradir. I I'm, I'm not even sure exactly how you pronounce that, but it that's um that's the one we're drinking tonight. I'm not sure what they have the, I'm sure they have a 10, 15, 20 year. I'm not sure. But uh this one Steuradir. Steuradir. Steuradir? I don't know. We we have to get a translator yeah, for these exactly. things. I don't know. We 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 actually looked up how to say Bunhaben cuz I mean there's there's a lot of Ns and a lot of Bs and a lot of Hs. I mean it's that's pretty interesting pronunciation right there for that. And we also have our beer of the week, which was from Alagash once again. And we've tried multiple beers uh, from Alagash, and they've all been fantastic, actually. I think we've rated them all pretty close to nines and tens. We had the Trippel. We had the Black. We had the uh, Curio. I don't know. I'm not sure how you say that one. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, and I think there was one more, too, but they've all been fantastic. I can't wait to uh to open this up and uh, give that a shot and we also have our housekeeping to finish up the show can't wait to taste that beer finally what's first up on the big board first up ben nfl news we don't have a lot of it but there's some interesting news yes indeed uh finally mentioned i am back wearing my steelers gear after the steelers suffered two losses in a row 11 in a row ben and now two losses in a row yeah and pathetic losses at that Losing to Maybe the Washington, yes. Losing to the Washington football team and the to the Buffalo Bills, who are a good team, but we were at the at the time and we were eleven and anybody, one. If you can lose to anybody, Ben, you might as well lose to one of our adopted teams, which is the Bills. Yeah, and I think they won the they won the division today. Uh, I think it was our first division like win years, right? since nineteen ninety five. I want to yeah, say the last time there. they won the division, give or take. Don't quote me on that. Uh, but first up. The Steelers are in the mire or mired 
in quite the collapse. Is it time to move on from what they've been doing for the last few years? Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> was blunt in his self-assessment after the Pittsburgh Steelers' second consecutive loss of 26-15 to defeat to the Buffalo Bills this past Sunday night. If I don't play good enough football, then it's time to hang it up. Ben Roethlisberger, in his dramatic fashion, always threatening to retire every time the Steelers go through a rough stretch. He said, I, f- I still feel like I can do enough things to help this team win football games, and I'll do everything I can to get us back on track. The 38-year-old quarterback said, completed 21 of 37 attempts for only 187 yards, two TDs, and two interceptions. His first pick six since 2018. No run pass option, no play action, and no motion in a game that looked bland and boring on offense. It was another week of predictable offense that led to explosive plays by the opposing defense, and the Steelers fell to 11-2 at the hands of a surging Bills team. The Bills defense was all over the short, quick passes that barely moved the ball downfield, and the Steelers averaged just 4.1 yards per play. This is the third straight December in Pittsburgh that things are looking bleak. They lost three times in five weeks in December of 2018. Last year, the team dropped three in a row between December 15th and 29th. Now Mike Tomlin's team 11-2 lost Sunday night in Buffalo 26-15, a second straight defeat, and a third straight game in December featuring a a point total under 20. Big Ben threw an interception, which was returned for a TD by Tyron Johnson. Bills DC Leslie Frazier told the Bills defensive backs to sit down on the Steelers' short pass routes. A lot of teams have been doing that as of late, and of course he did. Why wouldn't he? That's all the Steelers have been doing for about a month now. Josh Allen completed 11 straight passes to open the second half, and they closed out the game with a seven-plus minute drive that buried the Steelers. The lethargic Steelers offense finally scored a touchdown to pull within eight points, but on Buffalo's next position, Allen marched 11 plays for 61 yards and kicked a field goal. The Steelers can't run, and they don't want to run. This week, the pass runs really, split. They, they can't run. Not they that can't they don't run. want They really want to. <laughs> they they just can't do it, Ben. And James Conner, he got banged up, a quad injury. Uh, this week, the pass run split was a little less egregious, 37 to 17, but when coordinator Randy, uh, Randy Feekner, uh, when the crew kept it on the ground, they gained just 47 yards for an average of 2.8 yards per carry. Rosberger wasn't much better, throwing a 5.1 yard per attempt average, netting a team total of just 177 yards. I think over the last eight weeks, the Steelers have 50 yards or less rushing, give or take, in all of those games, but maybe one. Mm-hmm. Finally, are the Steelers kaput? Are they finished? Are they done? Uh, the offense I'm, looks horrific. The defense can't play a full game. If you can't run the ball, if you can't run the ball in the playoffs, in the cold weather, you're not going to go very far. And that's just the way it is. You can't have Ben Roethlisberger dropping back and throwing these short passes. It's, I mean, especially with the with the receivers dropping passes. I mean, the Steelers have more drop passes than any other team in the league. More than, you know, yep. the Eagles. 34 and total drop it's, passes, it's, I think, it, or 35. It, it looks like you have, uh, you know, four or five uh, Aguilars, Aguilars. Outdoor, out there. Although he's been you playing know? great for Vegas. Of course, for he's Vegas. playing better for, for a different team, of course. That's what you, players do when they leave the Eagles. They play better. Um, except Foles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he hasn't really true. done that well, anywhere else. He's played for a terrible team. And he only got well, one or two games in Jacksonville before it, he got banged up. And he didn't look that good. Um, but, I mean, that's the biggest problem. That's the biggest issue right now with the Steelers, their uh, inability to run the football. You know, you, you you said they don't they're they don't want to but they actually they I'm sure they want to run the ball they just don't have the ability to run the ball and uh they just don't have uh, a running back out there that can do it that can do the job and um you know in the playoffs Ben it's going to be some tough sledding for you know this if if you're going up against you know Tennessee if you're going up against maybe the Browns 
who have two great running backs there. I mean, just imagine losing to the Browns. I'm sure you would hate that. Uh, but the, uh, I mean, but Chubb and Hunt and and Mayfield playing well. I mean, you yeah. could hardly you could hardly be that surprised if the Steelers did to lose to them yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's the biggest issue right there, Ben. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, we obviously have injuries on defense. The Steelers were, you know, they. I mean, it was blitz after blitz after blitz after blitz after blitz all throughout the first half of the of the Bills game, and they continued on through the second half of the game, allowing Stefan Diggs and company to shred us completely in that second half. I don't know. They put up whatever it was, 23 unanswered points between the end of the second quarter and the end of the third quarter. Steelers didn't put a point on the board. Uh, Bud Dupree is down. Devin Bush is down. Jaden uh, Joe Hayden was out in this game. Vince Williams was out in this game. And Alex Highsmith uh, also got hurt in this game. Uh, James Conner was, you know, wasn't able to play that much. But the defense didn't play particularly well in the second half of the game. It didn't look inspired. Keith Butler's defense did not look inspired at all. It just appeared that it was it was attempt to pressure the quarterback all game. Uh, Josh Allen was able to shred us, sit in the pocket with that big body. Yeah, he's been he's been impressive this year, Josh yeah. Allen. I mean, uh, you know they they uh, they mentioned it in the broadcast uh, that he was at the bottom in terms of um, you know pass completion percentage last year, whereas this year I think he's number four. Yep. I mean, he's pretty close to seventy percent right now. That's impressive, and yeah. we talked a lot of shit about Josh Allen. Well, he looked about as bad as I, you can look in the playoffs I, last year. I, yeah, he did, but I mean, I take that all back because he's really turned things around this year. Yeah, and the offense just looks stale. It looks old. It looks yeah. outdated. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, his whole career, refuses uh, to run play action, says he does not like to turn his back on the defense. Uh, no run pass option. All the motion that we saw earlier, all the pre-snap motion that we saw earlier in the season is gone. It's well, just it's, it's just one running run. back or no running back. It's difficult to run an RPO with Ben Roethlisberger because you know he's not going to run the ball. You know, but I mean, if we you could, more but, mobile you know, quarterback. But if we could run the ball a little bit, even yeah. play action. I mean, yeah. it, it, I mean, statistically speaking, you don't actually need to run the ball successfully for play action to work. But he mm-hmm. just refuses to run it. It's just five wide, four wide, and a running back over and over yep. and over and over again. It just looks really stale. It looks like it looks like a poorly run Bill Walsh offense without a running game. Yeah, it looks like the from Eagles. 1990- it looks like the Eagles offense with Wentz. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. It, that's, how it, that's what it reminds me of. They're, they're dropping back. You know, teams now, the defenses know that they're not going to throw the ball down the field. They, they're, it's, he, the, he threw one ball down the field to James Washington that was short, threw the ball for about 15 yards on an out route, was picked off, pick six, because the ball had no velocity on it at all. So the defenses are just sitting on it. They're waiting for those short passes, and they're there. They're there to potentially intercept the ball or at the very least hold the Steelers to a short completion. And, you know, it's one thing to, to throw the ball, you know, four or five yards, six yards, and then take a shot, then take a shot, then take a shot. But they're not taking those shots. Mm-hmm. So you're just putting yourself in a situation where you have a, a, a higher risk play than a running play to gain four yards, to gain three yards, to gain two yards. And it just it, it just looks pathetic. I mean, that game was against the Bills. The Steelers, you have to admit, they looked pathetic on offense mm-hmm. i mean they ran the ball whatever they ran the ball for you know less than 50 yards again i'm guessing i'll have to look at the stats but what do you think they could do to fix it i mean it, i mean rothsberger says they have plenty of time to fix it they obviously yeah, they don't have that a, much time right they now they clinched a playoff <laughs> spot yeah they could potentially still lose the division but they clinched a playoff spot they beat the Bengals on monday uh they're the division they win the division so at least they get a home game mm-hmm. uh but they will have to play on the road at kansas city or buffalo 
So, Franz, you know, what do you think? I mean, is there anything that the Steelers can do? Did you call me Franz? <laughs> Franz. <laughs> I was going to. Franz. Or the Franz. Yeah. Hey. hey, we are wearing a leather jacket. <laughs> That's true. But do you think there's anything Clever. the Steelers could do? <laughs> uh, right now, it's me. It's, it's I mean, me, you watch enough of their games. I've been very disappointed in the way they've played. I mean, and I mentioned it a few weeks back. I mean, they did play some poor opponents, and you should beat those opponents. But I was riding did. high on the undefeated. I, know, I was I floating know. on the and cloud. When I mentioned it. You attacked me. Well, of course. I mean, we were we were unbeaten at that point. I, yeah, I know that. But I mean, you know, it's it's you know, you can beat the NFC East. Everybody else has, except for a few well, teams more recently. Well, they're playing well now. Yeah. Be, well, you lost to an NFC NFC East opponent. Um, but you know, it, it's it's it was a. Uh, I mean, there was there was some teams there that you did beat early on. With Tennessee looked stronger than you know most people right now think they are. I mean, they you know they're they're I don't know they're sort of a toss up. I'm not sure what to think of Tennessee right now, but earlier in the season when you beat them, I was impressed. Um, and Baltimore, you, beat, you you beat Baltimore twice. You know, once it was a depleted Baltimore. Yeah, we team. barely beat them that time. And. Uh, and then you also beat the Browns, and the Browns also are looking like a very good football team. So there are some, you know, big games that you did win, but you did beat a lot of poor opponents, which you should. In retrospect, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Um, but uh, I, I'm not sure without a running game what the Steelers can do. I mean, even if they if the defense does improve, I mean, obviously you've had you know injuries on the defensive side of the ball, but even if you do you know fix those things. There's just, you know, Benny Snell is not a good running back. I, he's, no. He has not been a good running back since he's come into the league. James Conner is never healthy. I mean, I, I wish the guy all the best. He's but got he's a quad injury now. Healthy. And uh, in, 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 in the draft next year, I mean, you're going to pick late in the draft, but it better be a running back. I yeah. mean, the, the Steelers can't Anthony continue. Anthony McFarlane this year in the th- uh, fourth round, I want to say. Yeah, the Steelers can't continue to do this. Yeah, and, and I mean, the offensive line doesn't, I mean, they're, they, they're not physical. They can't get any push. I mean, if you look at the all twenty-two, it there is no push at all from the offensive line. I don't know that there's a running. I don't know that Derrick Henry could run with as little push and as little physicality as is going on on that offensive line. I'm not sure what the offensive line would look like if Steeler if the Steelers if Roethlisberger were holding the ball a little bit longer. Uh, it looks like the the O line's holding up now, but maybe that's a function of the fact that he's getting rid of the ball so quickly. If he was if they were asking the offensive line to protect a little bit longer, I don't know that they'd be doing a particularly good job of even protecting the quarterback. We lost, you know, two offensive linemen in this game. Dotson went down and the other guy's name escapes me, but we lost another offensive lineman in this game and it just looks ugly. I mean, they can't get any push at all. Uh, and unless you have a spectacular running back, it's not going to work. So, so I'd be curious to see what the Steelers are going to do about, about, about this against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. But even after this Bengals game, I don't know that we could take much away from it because they're going to be facing the Browns or the Colts after that. And, you know, the Bengals, are they're probably going to beat up on the Bengals just because they're a better team, they're a better coach team, they have better players. But I don't even know that I would take too much away from the Bengals game, even if we win this game 38-3, to because when we face another tough opponent, I think we'll be right back to where we are or and where we've been. A, uh, you have a couple of tough opponents after Colts that. Colts and, I mean, and, and the Browns. And the Browns, too. So. And in the playoffs right after that, you might face one of those teams once again. And, uh, yeah, tough sledding ahead for the Steelers, Ben. It was such a promising start. So many spicy shots yeah. that we had, yeah. you know, for the Steelers. Um, but uh, last couple of weeks, some sweet shots. Yeah, I was riding high. Riding high on that undefeated, you know, that runner's high you get when you haven't faced a real opponent in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Friday, you ready to move on? Let's move on, Ben. All right. We haven't taken a shot. We haven't taken a shot. Fuck the Ravens. 
Fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> fuck the Browns. Let's take, take a, a shot. All right, let's take a shot. Yeah, fuck those teams. Actually, you know, I was at Total Wine picking up these drinks, and uh, I was wearing my uh, my mask, my face covering, uh, and it's an Eagles uh, mask. And, uh, you know, one of the workers there, he's like, oh, an Eagles fan. We got an Eagles fan in here? You mean security didn't stop you when you came in? <laughs> I'm like, Giants uh, fan? Or, or, no, uh, I'm like, oh, you must be a Dallas fan. He's like, what else am I going to be? You know, so could be a you know, Washington had, fan, had, could be yeah, a Giants there's fan. There's not too many Giants and Washington fans out here. And uh, yeah, so he, he gave me a tough time about that. But, you know, we um, we gave each other the elbow yeah, and yeah, I said, yeah. you know, what? good luck to your team. Good luck to your team. We both suck this year. You know, screw it. But still, fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. And, uh, and in you know, fairness, they suck worse than you suck. They do this year. At the moment. Even with, at the moment. Even with Andy Dalton at the helm, yeah. they are still not performing particularly well. Nah, and so we're going to take a punishment shot, Ben. There's not much news on the docket tonight, Thank and goodness. so we are taking the punishment shot because if I say anything negative about any team in my division, I take a shot. If you say it, which is NFC East, Ben, if you take or if you say anything negative, actually, we're going to make this equal, actually, while I pour this. Make this equal. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said, you said fuck Friday's, the Ravens. He's, he's, said, the, fuck the Ravens. he's got the chemistry set going out over here. <laughs> and uh, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, Ben, which is the AFC North, or if Sonia says anything negative about any team in her division, which is the NFC West, she's on the show tonight. She will join us eventually, maybe when the playoffs start. Uh, but if she does say anything negative, she does take a shot as well. And tonight, we're taking a shot Ooh. of the Bird Dog Blackberry flavored whiskey, uh. which is not the best whiskey out there for sure it is uh, maybe for college kids it is but it does taste like crap and i forgot to pick up some more of uh, the punishment shots tonight i was gonna i was gonna pick up something else something nasty that we could try but it looks like we're gonna have a little bit of the bird dog enough for tonight at yeah, least yeah yeah and next week we'll have something new uh to punish ourselves with if we say anything negative about the teams in our division Let's or any do players it. antonio brown for instance yeah <laughs> at least he's sucking yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it the third best receiver on a team, finally. <laughs> Cheers. Mm. And yes, I had my chemistry set out there, Ben. Ah. I had my beaker out there. Oh, your Bunsen burner. My Bunsen burner. We could have heated that up a little bit. It might have been better if it was warm. Actually, you know what? This is. I think this is the only flavored whiskey that actually tastes worse when it's cold. Yeah, it tastes worse cold. Because the strawberry one tasted worse warm, but then when it was cold, it was actually better. The Southern Comfort Lime tasted better and was a little bit cooler. For sure. And, uh, you know, all the other ones there, the um, the apple, grapefruit. the grapefruit. Yeah, there, there was, there, yeah there, there was quite a few uh, disgusting shots that you don't usually drink for pleasure. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we can also use this as a celebration because the next item on the agenda, <laughs> the Eagles get a win against the top at the time the top seated New Orleans Saints on the back of Jalen to the rescue hurts Jalen Hurts said a number of marks for NFL quarterbacks that the NFL hasn't seen since at least 1950 in his first career start for the Philadelphia Eagles Hurts who led the Eagles to a shocking victory over the New Orleans Saints became the first quarterback in the last 70 years to throw for 150 yards with a passing touchdown and rush for 100 yards in his first career start Hertz finished 17 for 30 for 167 yards and a touchdown in the huge victory for the Eagles. He finished with 18 carries for 106 yards with a fumble, his lone turnover of the day. Hertz also became the first quarterback over the past 70 years to throw a touchdown pass and rush for 100 yards in his first career start. He joined Lamar Jackson as the only quarterback since 1950 to have 100-plus rush yards in their first career start, and Hertz had the first 
100-yard rushing performance for an Eagles quarterback since Michael Vick on December 19, 2010. Hertz became the second quarterback in NFL history to win his first career start against a team that had won at least nine straight games, which the Saints winning streak, that was the Saints winning streak heading into the game. The other quarterback to accomplish his feat was Ron Jaworski when he started for the Los Angeles Rams and defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers in 1975. He's on cameo for only about a hundred bucks. Tough times for Jaws these days. Uh, Jaworski was the Eagles quarterback from 77 to 86, but Franny. Yeah. Unseating, unseating. Jalen Hurts is inspiring the team. I mean, that he's was a, that was a nice together, and it seems like he's leading the charge to the playoffs. Hopefully, yeah. All you I doubt is, it. All you but hopefully, <laughs> three wins for you guys, three losses for Washington, and you're in. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But uh, he has definitely lit a spark for the Eagles. He's leading this team. People respect this guy. He's a respectable guy. I mean, even uh, even Doug Peterson said himself he is a leader, which kind of makes me question why they paid Carson Wentz all that money if they realized he maybe wasn't a real leader because they owe him a lot of money and I don't know it's what's going to... It's only gonna... a, like a $50 million <laughs> cap hit next year no, if they cut him. Yeah, nothing, nothing at all there. Only a third <laughs> of the salary cap next year. And, uh, you know, it, it's I'm, I'm happy to see you know the Eagles turn things around just a little bit. I'm not sure what would have happened if, you know, Drew Brees was actually on the field and not Taysom Hill, although Taysom Hill did play well for the last couple of weeks. And Sean uh, Payton, not in that game. It's not in that game. Your Sean, defense had him bottled up. Sean uh, Sean Payton has definitely coached up his backups. Last year he did with Bridgewater. I mean, obviously Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Taysom Hill. He actually does throw the ball a bit more often. Um, but I uh, know it's 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 great to see as an Eagles fan. I'm not sure what's going to happen. There's been a lot of questions at the end of the season. What to do with Wentz? What to do with his contract? Um, you know, is Jalen is Jalen Hurts the guy? That we're going to move forward with. I mean, is is you know is is this just a fluke? Maybe these first couple of games until you know NFL teams figure him out. I'm not sure exactly what kind of a quarterback he is yeah. just yet. Um, I mean, he had some good numbers. You know, not spectacular through the air on the ground. Obviously, he had some great numbers. Um, you know, two 100 yards rushers, 100 yard yards rushers. Him and Miles Sanders both had over 100 yards. And it's which, been a long time since the Saints gave up a 100 yard rusher, exactly. and you gave up. They gave up two. Two, but they didn't go away from the run, which is something that they did not do with yeah. Wentz. They changed up the play calling just a little bit to cater to Jalen Hurts and his strengths, which is something they they did not do with Wentz. They did the same thing with Foles. They changed up the play calling yep. to cater to Foles, but with Wentz, it seems like they throw him out there. I'm not sure if it's Wentz. I'm not sure if it's the play calling. I'm not sure what it is. It's, or is, or was the play calling similar, but Wentz wasn't able to do maybe, it or yeah. refused to do it? Maybe, maybe, maybe he thinks he's smarter than he really is. Yeah, maybe he hurts, should, man. Maybe, maybe he should just humble himself yeah. and run whatever the coaches throw at him. Yeah, I mean, Hurts played with poise. He played. He wasn't frightened yeah, and that's at what I've all. Been with. Uh, you know, he took some hits. I mean, he took some hits in that game. He stood in the pocket, took some hits. He took some hits while running the ball as well. Uh, but he didn't turn the ball over except for that one fumble. You know, didn't throw an interception in the game, played really well throughout the game, ran the game plan about as well as you could possibly run it, didn't make any big mistakes, threw a couple, was it one touchdown or two touchdowns to the game, uh, even got a touchdown to Alshon Jeffrey. They've been trying to get an Al- a touchdown to Jeffrey mm-hmm. since he's gotten back in the league, but he spread the ball around. I mean, he really spread the ball around nicely, like Josh Allen even throws, you know, kind of reminded me a little bit of the way he was spreading the ball around. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's a nice problem to have. You know, I mean, this this quarterback well, controversy, the, this person. Well, but think about the, it. Think if, about if, it. If they didn't, if he, if if Wentz didn't sign a huge contract, it's a good problem. But since he does have that contract, it's a problem. But what's the worst case scenario, right? I mean, it, you could be the Steelers. 
with no backups and a oh, quarterback Rudolph. playing like shit. You got Kyle. <laughs> I got Kyle and I got, you know, Josh Dobbs back there, you know, with the clipboard. But, you know, think about it. Even if they were, even if they went with Hurts next year, he's still on his second year of his contract. He yeah. was a second year pick. He was a, a round two pick, right? Yeah, but there's a lot of, I mean, there's so, a lot of things you could do with the money that's tied up uh, in Wentz right now. But, or you could, but you could have no one. You that's could have too. no backup. You that's could true. be the you know you could be the the Saints trying to piece it together with Taysom Hill in the, in the fourth game when the wheels come off, or be the Steelers where you know you can't throw Kyle Rudolph out there because he could, he can't even throw the ball. You know, Roethlisberger may be averaging five yards uh, per attempt. You know, Rudolph would probably be averaging three or four yards per attempt. Uh, I mean, I really like the way Hurts played. I know it's one game. I know there's not a lot of film on the guy, but I really like what I saw in terms of his attitude. The way that he carried himself, the yeah. way that his, you know, his, his, you know, just the expression very, on his face was very, very confident, poised. very confident. Even when he came in in that one game and took over for half the game, I forget which game it was now, but he did look confident in his abilities and what he can do out there. He didn't look like a deer in the headlights like Wentz looks like sometimes yeah. out there. And uh, it looks like he knows what he's doing. It looks like he knows when to put his head down and just run the ball. He knows when the pocket is breaking down, especially this year with as bad as the offensive line has been. Um, he knows what to do at certain points in the game, and he's not forcing the ball down the field. He's not throwing interceptions. I mean, he had a fumble, but um, you know, Wentz has multiple fumbles, multiple interceptions every game. Leads the league. It, it leads the league in everything. Every, every Probably terrible, still leads the league every terrible, even after a game off. Every terrible category yep. that there is for a quarterback, Wentz is the leader in that, uh, which is sad, um, especially with somebody making that much money. But with Jalen Hurts, you know, he knows his ability. I move my phone right here because making, <laughs> it's making noises. Uh, but Jalen Hurts, you know, knows what he's good at and he's doing it very well. Yeah, I mean, I just love the confidence. I mean, we were talking before the podcast. I mean, the worst, the worst possible uh, trait that any leader can have is insecurity. And, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of things have been said about Wentz and his arrogance and how he carries himself and thinks he's above the team, thinks he has a relationship with the ownership group that he thinks he's untouchable. That all could be covering up more insecurity than people are aware of. But I didn't see any of that in Hurts. He looked like he was ready to take this team, Mm -hmm. take it by the horns, and run whatever offense he was asked to run and do so with confidence, poise, and an understanding of the offense. And I was really, really impressed. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? It's one game, but it was the Saints. It wasn't, you know, you didn't play the Bengals. Yeah. And I I like what I saw. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, the Saints, top team in the NFC at the time, and they took them down. Yeah. And hopefully... This is the beginning of something. Worst case scenario, you know, you're back with Wentz next year. Worst, worst case scenario, you trade Wentz away. You draft another quarterback and you have a cheap, you know, maybe, you have a cheap front man. Frank Reich. Frank Reich is looking at him right now and, and, and thinking, you know, Rivers not going to last forever. Maybe I can bring over, you know, Wentz, hopefully, if that's the case, and get rid of that. Yeah, contract. I mean, Frank Reich said this week that he thinks that Philip Rivers has many good years left. Oh. Uh, but that is what he's saying to his quarterback I'm right sure, now. I'm sure Tampa Bay thought that Tom yeah. Brady had a lot of great years left in him, but, you know, he's looking a little bit older yeah. this year than he did last year. That's exactly. For sure. But Brady's I like what I saw. I like yeah. what I saw, and I, I wish wow. we had a backup like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you could have been. Yeah. He was there on the board <laughs> yeah. for the Steelers <laughs> to take. But you know what? You want to sit, uh, well, we, sit around with Rudolph and Dobbs? We got Chase Claypool. At least we got that out of it. At least we got something good out of it. Uh, Friday, who struggled recently? Uh, well, struggled recently. would been, you rather have? Would you rather have a long-term quarterback or you know a, a, a wide receiver that you'll probably get rid of in the next four years? Of course. I mean, he's, you know, he's, a, he's a vertical threat more so than he is a, a running those short routes. 
And Roethlisberger can't throw the ball boat down the field. He's turned into Drew Brees all of a sudden. Well, he could. They're just not. They're not calling those plays. Yeah, and even when they did call it, he was short on the two passes. <laughs> uh, At least they didn't get picked. Uh, but Friday, are you ready to move on? Let's move on. Then. All right. All right. Damn. Next That's up, so aggressive. Punching you in the face here. <laughs> uh, Mike McCarthy, according to Stephen Jones, will be back. All right. For the Dallas Cowboys in 2021, <laughs> Friday. Keep these seasons They coming. have confidence in Mike McCarthy. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. What say you? I hope he's back. I hope he's back. For he the is. Steven Jones if, says he's coming back. If this continues with the Cowboys, this sort of play on the field continues, I want him back every year for the next 10 years. And I want the Cowboys to uh, to finish the season every year at, you know, 5 and 11. That's I would a love shot. it. That's a shot. Is it really? Yeah. Well, you said yeah. you, 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 want the, you want the team in, to, <laughs> to have fail? a losing comp. I want them to fail. I want them to hire an incompetent head coach who yells at high school referees <laughs> All right. and All screams right. and embarrasses right. but himself. But that means you have to take a little bit of a I'll shot. Take I'll, take a little I'll, bit take more, I'll take one. I'll take one. It's early shot. in the show. It's early it, in the it, show. It is actually early in the show and we're just you know we might as well just finish off this bottle but that was pathetic bird dog that was pathetic i mean i i honestly don't think i think they have an opportunity to move on from mike mccarthy right now uh bring in someone who has some fresh ideas or at least has the competence trying to ring out this bottle <laughs> to coach I'm to get every single drop in there that i can i like you, it ben. i like it uh I, I just think it's a mistake i mean if i'm a cowboys fan i think it's a mistake uh, I mean, you can't. I mean, really look at what the look at. Cheers. Let's take this shot. I mean, you can't really judge. Yeah, because Mike McCarthy's had such a such a limited uh, limited uh, career. There isn't much data out there on Mike McCarthy. <laughs> I know he had the best <laughs> the best quarterback in the league. He was able. Hmm, to What about this Mike McCarthy guy? Has he ever coached before? Is there any Super data Bowl. on this guy? I mean. I don't know what, what other coaches would have done with Aaron Rodgers in his prime. And he's still, you know, in his prime. He's still the GOAT to me. But um, <laughs> why are you looking at me like well, that? Why are you I looking mean, at me like that? Aaron Rodgers, come on yeah, now. He's, he's, he's the greatest. He's, yeah, four NFC championship yeah. games in his well, entire career. One have, Super Bowl maybe win. If, maybe if he didn't have Mike McCarthy as his coach, he would have won more. Um, That's a which leg- is, that actually is a legitimate argument. Which is a great He was reason. able to somehow underachieve yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> which is a great reason why the Cowboys should keep him. But the Cowboys are healthy. And I'm, I mean, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what would have happened if Dak Prescott didn't have his foot come off. You know, but I mean, think like about if, it though. The team is primarily healthy. The defense is healthy. They have players on defense that haven't been healthy for an entire season. That's true. In a long time, Van Der Esch healthy. Sean, Sean Lee is still there. Van Der Esch has been in and out. Yeah, he's been in and out. But all the receivers are healthy. Amari Cooper is healthy. Gallup's healthy. Everyone's healthy. And the offensive line is is, is by and large healthy. Mm-hmm. So why can't they eke out six or seven wins in the worst division in football under what you, what you claim to be a, is a Super Bowl caliber head coach? I think Mike McCarthy is not a particularly good head coach. No, and we talked about this, I mean, years ago. I mean, yeah. is, you know, we've been doing this podcast since 2018 and you voiced your opinion. I don't like Mike McCarthy. You don't like him. And, and this is the reason why right here. Although he was the coach, right? When they beat the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But that was Aaron Rodgers in his prime, 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 like, like in his super duper prime when he was a young, even more so athletic player than he is now. Yeah. I, I just, I think Steven Jones is making a mistake. I, I honestly think he's making a mistake. If he had cut bait with, with Mike McCarthy this year, sort of take over the helm I, of the Cowboys I, you know, if, and bring in somebody. somebody. If I'm the general manager of the Cowboys, I would still give him one more year with Dak Prescott coming back. And, you know, it, was, it was nice to actually see Dak Prescott on crutches walking around 
And, oh, for sure. Yeah, no, that's that's great to see. But you know, have Dak Prescott come back. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens with his contract. Uh, but have him come back and then see what he can do with a season with a starting quarterback because. You know, I don't think that Dak Prescott is worth $40 million. You've made but, that clear. <laughs> good thing there's no more. We got the uh, whipsaw on the table. We do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> but he's not worth $40 million, but I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's he's better than Andy Dalton has proven to be. He's better than Danucci has proven to be. Uh, Danucci's not, so bad. Like he's not see, bad. He's not bad. If I was the general manager, I would wait one more year to see yeah, what Friday's always he one can more do. year, one more year. What he can do. I'm going to get you a T-shirt that says one more year. <laughs> or, You're always like, give the guy one more year. I want to see how much crispness he can get out of the Cowboys. Um you know, with with I his starting would quarterback, want a little bit more Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I I think there's a track record and enough data out there on Mike McCarthy, both per- personally mm-hmm. and how he interacts with people and professionally, results on the field. And I I just I think it's if I were Dallas, I'd go in a different direction. Yeah, I'd t- I'd get someone out of college, you yeah, know, okay. someone with 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 a really good track record, with some innovative ideas, with good leadership qualities, and you know, do something long term. Mm-hmm. Plan your team, you know, 10, 15, 20 years out. You know, Mike Tomlin, uh, Bill Belichick, uh, Sean, you know, Payton. Sean Payton, someone you're gonna you're gonna keep around, you know, you know, for a couple decades potentially. And Mike McCarthy's just a stopgap. Well, you mean, know, let's was, see if we can I mean, get was, let's see if we can get to the Super Bowl. Green Bay? I mean, he was, he was Long in Green time. Bay for yeah. But was, they don't fire anybody over there. Yeah, well, yeah, well. They 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 try to find a backup quarterback for some reason. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and they, and well, for the same reason of what's going on with the Eagles right now. It's Aaron Rodgers, though. Yeah, Come but on. what if he goes down? I mean, what if he goes down next week? You want to throw the whole season away and throw put it in the hands of Mason Rudolph, number uh, one seed? And I don't think Jordan Love is that much better than Mason Rudolph right now. Do you think so? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. If it was Herbert or something like that, then yeah, it's a whole different story. Yeah, you know, pieces of the garage door on the curb yeah. are better <laughs> no. than Mason Rudolph. Anybody is better than Mason Rudolph. Do you have pieces? Steve of- Glennon is better than Mason Rudolph. Uh, Mike Glennon, Glennon, sorry, Mike Glennon yeah, is better. Mike than, Glennon, yeah, Mike Glennon. No, he well, Mitchell he Trubisky bad. is he better got, than Mason Rudolph. Well, this weekend he was. Yeah, yeah I mean he had three touchdowns. Mason Rudolph is bad. He is bad. Yeah, well, he's pretty good at getting his head bashed in. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Which All I right. would do too. Yeah, that guy looks annoying. Yeah, are you, Friday? Are you ready to move on? Let's move on. Then. All right. Just wanted to give a quick look at the playoff picture as we stand here, heading into week. 15. Can you believe it, Friday? I, you know what? I cannot, Ben. I mean, off the podcast, you were saying that you felt like it should be August right now. It I, mean, this I year, feel in my mind like it's only August. Yeah. I mean, this 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 year has been very odd. Yeah. I like, mean, try, even just even trying going, to like shop said, today, go, I was going like, to eh. the mall, right? I yeah, mean, I was like, like, eh, the really? malls are usually packed yeah. full of people. You can't find a parking spot. You park right up front in handicap, but you park there and it was illegal. No, I'm just kidding. You didn't. <laughs> What's well, electric car? I mean, it's, it's, it's disabled parking and electric car parking. It's but, California. Yeah, no, We're it's, very it's, forward thinking. It, it, it is. It is. It is very. It's. It's been a very odd year. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It just doesn't feel like doesn't Christmas, feel like Hanukkah. Yeah, no. Just doesn't like even, feel like even, it. You know, at 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 work, you know, people don't come in with that sort of, you know, festive sort of spirit. You know, it's just like they're just living from day yeah. to day right now, and it's, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to me either. Nope. Uh, so clinching a playoff spot, the Chiefs, obviously at 12 and 1. They are the number one seed. They've clinched their division. Probably going to ride that out all the way to the end of the season. 
Steelers the number two seed right now, eleven and two. Uh, clinch the AFC or the, they'll clinch the AFC North on Monday if they beat the Bengals, but they clinch a playoff spot and the Bills won their division today uh, in the AFC in the hunt. We got the Titans, Browns, Colts, and Dolphins. Well, they're in the playoffs right now. The Dolphins, I've, I've I have been impressed by. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, and and the Colts, Dolphins, and Colts and Browns. Actually, you know what? All those teams except for the Titans, right there. Browns, Colts, Dolphins. Um, very impressive. And on the bubble, the Ravens, Raiders, and Pats. Pats probably eliminated. Raiders at seven and seven look like a train wreck right now. <laughs> probably eliminated. Ravens. <laughs> I mean, come on. The Dolphins are eight and five. They're eight and five. Also, they're not probably eliminated. You would just want that's that should be a shot right what? there. I think that's say something bad right about there. the Raiders. No, no, the Ravens. Oh, eight and five. Yeah, I mean they're right there. Yeah. They're right there. Uh, if the Dolphins lose a game and they win a game, they're they're in that spot. All right, you want to do a half? Let's do a small shot of the whipsaw. Very small. The whipsaw. All right, because that's all we have on or, the table. Or, or do we have um, uh, what's it called? That um, we got fireball in there somewhere. Fi- do we got fireball? Yeah, we have fireball in there. Should I grab that real quick? Yeah, let's. We'll you know grab what? Let's let's grab the fireball real quick. All right, I'll all right, uh, one second. We'll take a quick break. We'll you just be can't help yourself. Right back. All right, and we are back with our punishment shot. Yes, we just not much it. of a punishment, but yes. Uh, well, the fireball, I'm not a huge fan of the fireball. I actually, I like I it. I mean, like, just even unscrewing the cap, it was, like, stuck with sugar. Yeah, if it comes like- in a gallon <laughs> bottle, how can you go wrong? Right? <laughs> how can you go wrong? <laughs> for about 12 bucks. Yeah, 1.75 for about 12 quality, bucks. <laughs> quality whiskey here. Thank you, uh, Costco. It's like uh, drinking Big Red. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like an atomic fireball with alcohol. I don't have Big Red. Let me just take a shot. Just take a shot. Give it to your kids. Cheers, Ben. For cheers for saying how terrible the Ravens are, uh, even though they're just, they're sitting right outside yeah, of the playoffs yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, and you Got might lucky face against them. the Browns. You might face them. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I'd love to face them. Pretty difficult to beat a team three times in a row. I'd love to take Lamar Jackson <laughs> out of the playoffs for the third year in a row. Ooh, but if you lose, it'd be painful. Pain. Mm. Actually, I mean the fireball is actually good because it is good. almost it's like it's like drinking. I got to go get my lipid panel on, yeah. <laughs> on Monday <laughs> after this. Oh yeah, on the bubble, the Ravens, Raiders, and Pats pass back at six and seven. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders—that's a whole different story. That was a terrible loss that they had recently, but but the Ravens. But ben, they Titans can, look they like can. they're probably going to hold on. Browns yep, look yep. like they're going to hold on. Colts look like they're going to hold on. Defense playing really well. You know, the Browns playing the Giants. Their, their defenders have better hands than those Steelers wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I mean, one-handed interception in the end zone. Steelers can't even catch the ball with two hands. Uh, Miami Dolphins at eight and five. Although the Dolphins might get, you know, they might switch places with one of those teams on the bubble. I mean, I would love to see the Dolphins remain in the playoffs. Me they're, too. One the, they're one of the surprise teams uh, this year. I did not expect this at all. From the Dolphins, especially with their quarterback situation, we didn't know what to expect with Fitzpatrick, with Tagovailoa. Um, so I, I hope they remain in that spot, not just because I dislike the Ravens like you, Ben, but because I'm just, I'm just yeah, I'm and good for Brian Flores. For I mean, yeah, doing. Yeah, I mean, exactly. he, he's he's a really really good head coach, mm-hmm. really good head coach. Uh, over in the NFC, we got the Packers is sitting in the number one seed. Thanks, thanks to, to the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles beating the Saints last week. Uh, they right now have the only buy in the NFC. The Saints are sitting there at number two at 10 and three. Clinch the playoff spot can still win that division. I think if they win tomorrow, uh, we have a guaranteed, well, right now in the playoffs, Rams, Washington, Seattle, Buccaneers, and the Cardinals on the bubble. 
The Vikings at six and seven, they're cooked. The Bears at six and seven, they're cooked. The Lions at five and eight, they're cooked. The Niners at five and eight, they're probably cooked as well. But golly, look at the and look then, at look then, at the records on the if bubble you, there. If you go down, if you go down the the, the teams. Oh, the on Eagles. The bubble, are, oh, come on. The Eagles are, well, the reason the reason the Eagles the reason, at four and eight, the Giants at five and eight, and the but Cowboys the reason at four and eight. Is because the division is so, so bad. bad that any one of those teams can still make the playoffs. It, I mean, it's it's sad, but it's it's reality. Yeah, I mean, if Washington, you know, with Dwayne Haskins, if Smith cannot come back and play, it is possible for the Eagles to squeak but in, you, but you, you would have to win up, all three of your games. If you scroll up, it looks like um, the Saints have Kansas City tomorrow and the Rams have the Jets. That's going to be a pretty tough task for the Saints yep. to beat the Chiefs. The Rams will probably move into that second spot right there, and the Rams might be back. Might be back. The Rams, they look. The Rams look good. They look Let's just really be honest. good. The right Rams now. look good. They, I mean, they got the tiebreaker with the with Seattle. Yeah, both look, sitting at nine and four. Mm-hmm. But they look really good. I mean, they're 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 ending to the season right now. They're peaking at the right time. It's McVay hey, time. Like I said, Ben. Like I said, Lakers champions. Dodgers champions. Ugh. Can the Rams do it? No. Can no. it be a trifecta? No. No. No, come on. No. The Why AFC, not? the AFC is winning the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't, it's just a matter of which team it's going to be that beats the lowly. But that NFC. would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool for the city of LA. It would. To win. If, in it, the can't NBA, be, if it can't be the, the Steelers, MLB, the Eagles, or the Seahawks. And the NFL. Just imagine that. Yeah, that would be probably a first. All three the three major sports yep. uh in the US, all in LA. That yep. would be something. That would be impressive. Rams are playing well. Uh sitting at nine and four. Washington at six and seven. But they are playing well. Uh, Seattle at nine and four. You know, we'll see what they got this week against Washington. If they can, if they can play well against that defensive front of Washington, then Seattle has a chance. The Bucks sitting at eight and five. What a disappointment! Considering the talent on that team, mm-hmm. the coach on that team, the quarterback of that team, the receivers on that team, the defender, the defense on that team, and the Cardinals. How the mighty have fallen down to seven and six but right now. The, uh, but also the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings after, are after, a hot mess. Yeah, but one and five, now six and seven. That's also pretty impressive, the run that they've made to make it back to the point that's right right now. Yeah, I just this past game, they just they didn't they weren't coached well. But the the you know, uh Bailey, I mean they they definitely need he missed to, a, yeah. he missed a, he misses everything. What did he miss? He, twelve points on a board. 12, is it twelve points that he left everything. out there? He misses yeah. everything. I mean, it could be a thirty-yard field goal. He's going to miss it. Yeah, but they and didn't cut him. You have but no But that's confidence. bad coaching, that's right? Bad you coaching. got to cut him. It, it, you can't yeah. have a kicker and it's struggling in yeah. December. You yeah. got to cut no. him. You have to. I mean, you don't pick up the the clown that 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 was out there for Denver t- tonight, <laughs> uh, or or someone like that. But you, you, they should cut him. They should have cut him last week uh, and went in and got a different kicker because you can't have a kicker that's playing badly in December. You, it's no time to fix that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chicago playing okay. With Mitchell Trubisky, but do you think that there's going to be no. any change to what we see here in terms of in the NFC, who's clinched and who is on the bubble? In the NFC, I don't think so. In the AFC, the Dolphins are holding on for dear life right now. You think they're playing even, the Patriots tomorrow, or is it tomorrow? Uh, yeah, they got the or Pats tomorrow Monday because yeah, they got the Pats, and uh, that's you know it's a division game. And the Ravens that's have the one. Jags. Yeah, so that's most likely a win right there. <laughs> so yeah. There you go. The Raiders got the Chargers. I mean, a, a battle to see who's who's worst. What coach? What team well, is coached the, the worst? They played the Chargers though. Uh no, they played the Chargers this week. Chargers played. Can't remember who the Chargers played, but Anthony Lynn blew it. Uh, what, they, no, they won, yeah, but Anthony right. Lynn almost blew it. Then they play the Raiders. 
Nope. On Thursday night? I don't think so. I, I, think I don't so. think so. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> All right, let's see. I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think... Oh yeah, it was Raiders yeah. Chargers. Yeah, see, and yeah, and, thirty to twenty-seven. Yeah, that, I mean that was a good game. That was a fun game to watch. It was the overtime game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. I I stand corrected. Yeah. I stand corrected. I apologize. I do pay attention, I do I pay apologize. attention to football. Yeah, that was a, that was a ridiculous game. Anthony Lynn yeah. did everything he could to lose that game, and the Raiders did everything to lose that game yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> they're both pathetic right now. All right, Friday, are you ready to move on? Let's move on, Ben. All right, I fucked that up royally. <laughs> All right, last in the tag team news or the news this week. Uh, We just wanted to let you guys know at the end of the season, this season, we are going to have our first, first annual tag team awards to end the season. Uh, We have a series of awards that we're going to give out this year, Frane and myself. These will be carried nationally by ESPN, ABC, <laughs> Disney, HBO CBS. Max, CBS All Access, and whatever other streaming services it's you have. All Access. You have yeah. to pay for it. Yeah. You got to pay to get our predictions. Exactly. Do, you, do you have that sheet in front of you? Do you know uh, what the yeah. categories are that Actually, we're going to, yes, that we are going to award do this have, year? Do we have music for this or no? No, we, not, we probably uh, have music. We, we should have music. We should have. We can always use the, uh, let's see. What should we, what should we, All right, so we have the MVP. We also have the Comeback Player Award. We have our Best Coaching Staff Award. Worst Coaching Staff Award. Offensive MVP Non-QB Award. Defensive MVP Award. Favorite Player to Watch. Biggest Surprise Team. Biggest Disappointment Team. Coach of the Year. Steelers MVP, Eagles MVP, Seahawks MVP. And the reason we add those teams is because Ben is a Steelers fan. I am an uh, Eagles fan. And Sonia, who will eventually join us on the podcast, she is a, C- a Seahawks fan. Exactly. So if there's any other categories you'd love to hear us opine you know, about. I think, I think I'm going to add one. What's that? Uh, biggest prima donna wide receiver award. Ooh, that's going to be hard. That, there's a lot of well, them Well, actually, no. It's usually that position uh, that, that you have. Adams. That, <laughs> Randy Moss. But he's retired. He just said uh, he was yeah. the best receiver that Jerry Rice is number three. I'm sure, I'm sure there are some prima donnas out there. So yeah. we'll have to choose our prima donna wide receiver award. Yeah, that's that's easy for me. I already have my I already have my award winner for that one, even though he is playing great. No one wants to hear from you. I don't know why. Because uh, I was thinking, like, you know, like we're always like Julio Jones, Devontae Adams, you know. And I would say Devontae Adams is in the top ten. I mean, if you look around the league right now, as far as prima donna, prima donna, no, just, oh, just, just the, the, I mean, there are so many good receivers in the league right now. Like to be arguing between Devontae Adams and Julio Jones, or you know these other guys that are out there that are playing. Uh, I think there's probably ten to fifteen receivers that I would put almost in the same. I mean, I would, I would, I would put Des three Bryant. of them are on Tampa. As far as prima donna, Des Bryant. Oh, he's, for sure, he's, he's there. He's there. Yeah, but I you mean, got Godwin, stop. Evans. He just can't help himself. Yeah, you got Godwin, Evans, and Antonio Brown. On the, I mean, I know Godwin's out. Yeah, but you got three of them on the. You have, you have three receivers in the top ten on one team. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Madonna. but we can't wait to give these awards out, and, and we're adding the receiver and, Prima Donna award. <laughs> Do we have a little statuette? For that? Uh, I'll order one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to order one for the Prima, and we'll send uh, it. We'll send it. Maybe we should send it to whoever. We'll send it via U.S. Post. <laughs> <laughs> to whoever wins this award. And they'll be like, who the fuck sent us this shit? No, they'll they'll be happy to get it. They'll be happy to get it. That is a badge of honor for receivers in the NFL. Uh being Or Yak. Or Yak. The Yak Award. 
Add it. Write you it know, down. We, you you, know you got to write this stuff down. I, okay, okay, okay. Let me let me write this down. So here's Friday doing some actual wide, work <laughs> and wide, writing. I do work every <laughs> once in a while. Wide receiver, prima donna, and the Yak Award. Award. And is that, that going to go to Zach Ertz? Uh, the Yak? <laughs> not. Uh, no, the negative Yak, yes. But the Yak Award. The Stop, Drop, and Roll. The Jerry Rice Award. Uh, <laughs> who's, who's fastest I'm, I'm already to the, looking at, I'm the already Marvin looking at, Harrison I'm Award? I'm looking at Kelsey for that Yak Award. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kelsey is. How is he, how is he open on every play? I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben is our shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Yes, thank you all to our new listeners out there. We love you so, so much. Thank you, and welcome to the show. Please stick around. I guarantee you will enjoy the show more than you enjoy a lot of the NFL podcasts that you're listening to right now. Please stick around. And thank you to our loyal listeners. We know who you are. You've been around for a long time. Uh, some of you since 2018 when we began the show. And since then, we've been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review with emphasis on friends and whiskey and beer review. Throw a little football in there. Uh, since you're listening tonight, tomorrow, in your car, at work, at your desk, when you're not supposed to, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzbrow.com. From there, you can subscribe to our podcast by all of the podcatchers out there in the universe. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. How many stars, Franny? Five stars, Ben. After stumbled over that one. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, someone you're waiting in line with outside the Louis Vuitton store. Just <laughs> say, hey, have you heard of this Thirst and Gold podcast? It's I should have told I should have told the Dallas guy yes, today. Exactly. I told a wine. I didn't. I, I completely missed an opportunity. Yeah, that's the, I gotta order some Thirst and Gold sweatshirts because I used to wear the t shirt uh -huh. when I go shopping and people say, well, is that your podcast? I'd be like, Yeah, that's yeah. my podcast. You know, here you go. Yeah, here's was, a, this is you know, way from home from work. You know? Here, just here's how you find it. You know, this is a great show. Here's an award for you. Yes, exactly. Why would I carry these statuettes around with yeah. you. Just tell one person. <laughs> uh, that's your homework assignment this week. And uh, also, just so you guys know, we're on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as all of your traditional podcatchers, Apple Music, Pocket Cast, CastBox. CastBox. All of your traditional podcatchers. But we're also on Pandora. Pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Where we you are can find a podcast, everywhere. we are there. Uh, so thank you all so much. And Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our NFL Week 14 recap and Week 15 picks. Oh, I can't wait. Hold tight, everybody. And we are back with our Week 14 NFL recap and our week 15 picks. Can you believe it? I know no, we say that a lot, I but, know, but I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I mean, this year has flown by and it feels like it shouldn't be this far in the yeah. year right now. Can we go back to week five? <laughs> tell the Steelers <laughs> to get a running game together. Can we, this is going to haunt up, you in week 14. Pick up any, any running back out there. <laughs> oh, Anybody. It's just been Anybody off the scrap heap. I don't care. Better than Benny Snell. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, Marshall and Lynch is available. He's trying uh, to make uh, a quick three. Uh, yeah. He's trying to make a quick three, four million bucks. Why not? I mean, I'm, I would I'm, sign I'm, him. What the be, hell? He'd be happy with one and a half million right now. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. I would take him. You know, it's, it's it's you know, at the beginning of the season, maybe three or four million. Yeah, but now at the end of the season, maybe one and a half million. Oh, would that be it. awesome? Marshawn Lynch on the Steelers yep. going up against the Seattle Seahawks in the yep. Super Bowl. Only only the black and yellow 
Skittles. Yes, That's, exactly. Do they have black Skittles? They, I don't think they... They'll, they'll, make, they'll, them, they'll make them for him. Yeah, ex- for him they will. Yeah, exactly. Just, just I don't know what the flavor of the black Skittle would be. Licorice. Ooh, no licorice. Uh, Blackberry. Yes, exactly. All right, here you go. Blackberry and lemon Skittles. Uh, first up, we got the Titans at the Jags. The Titans crush the poor, hapless Jaguars. And this is this was an ugly, ugly game. Uh, Titans go to nine and four. Jacksonville goes to one and twelve. Tannehill with a pedestrian game, nineteen to twenty-four for two hundred twelve yards. Yeah, Count them. You can have a pedestrian game against the Jags. Two or two TDs, no picks. Steelers struggle a little bit. What's that? Steelers struggle a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit early on. Oh God, Derrick Henry, twenty-six <laughs> carries for two hundred and fifteen yards and eight point yeah. three. Yard per carry average and two huge touchdowns. A.J. Brown with a touchdown. Jeff Swain. Swain with a touchdown. Uh, Franny, what say you about the Jags? Just, I mean, it's it's been it's been nice. It's been nice to be a Tennessee Titan fan this year, this week. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the last 2,000-yard rusher <laughs> right now. It's been a long time. It, it's, he needs about 450-plus yards, 458 yards, yeah, give he, or take. He's, he's not that far away. Who was the last guy that got to that level? Let's see. It wasn't the Jim first, Brown. The first 2,000-yard season was recorded by O.J. Simpson. And who else is on this well, list? Well, he There's needs to. He got used to of... running away from things. All right, 84, Eric Dickerson, 97, Barry Sanders, 98, Terrell Davis, 2003, Jamal Lewis, 2009, Chris Johnson. That was, oh, that, yeah, Chris that, Johnson. That, that, that's CJ, yeah, yeah, CJ yeah. 2K. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Adrian Peterson, 2012. Yeah, so, I mean, it's been quite a few years since we've had a 2,000-yard rusher in the game, but it looks he's like he's going to get he's, there. He's pretty close. He's pretty close, and I hope he does get there because uh, that guy can run the ball. But Gardner Minshew is going to start this week coming up. But the poor hapless Jags go to one and twelve. But the Titans go to nine and four. Friday, what are your thoughts about the Tennessee Titans um, and their chances? It's tough, man. If you have to face them in the playoffs, it's going to be tough. Uh, you know, yeah, Mike. I mean, I don't think much of Ryan Tannehill these Mike days. Lennon. <laughs> Mike got, Lennon got benched in this one, and uh, Gardner Minshew took over. Yeah, it's like, Minshew what did, what mania. Was uh, it four point yeah, 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 I think yeah. we're at 4.0. What did Kramer say? Bulls, Bears, people from Connecticut. <laughs> This is like, you know, it's Ryan Tannehill's a, a, a touchdown pass to A.J. Brown, 200 yards from uh, from Derrick Henry, and a sack or two by the defense, and you win the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. Against the Jags? Yeah. Easy. Uh, but what do Not you think? much to talk about, though. You think the Titans game. are... Uh... Well, in this game, I mean, it's you know it's difficult to say because it's the Jags that they went up against, but no, they're they're a tough opponent in the AFC. I mean, they're going to be in the playoffs, and they're, they're going to be a tough matchup against anybody, especially with Derrick Henry running the ball. For sure. Next up, Vikings at Buccaneers. The poor Vikings looking to go on a little bit of a tear here. Do not fall twenty-six to fourteen to the Minnesota or to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Vikings go to six and seven. Bucks go to eight and five, trying to right the ship. Uh, Kirk Cousins twenty-four or thirty-seven for two hundred twenty-five yards and one count. Uh, I see what you do. One there. right touch- the ship, Buccaneers. Huh? I see one what you did there. pun per episode. <laughs> uh, Dalvin Cook with only 102 so, yards. That was so punny. <laughs> that was the the punniest pun of. Now we sound like the uh, now we sound like the around yeah, the NFL yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's stupid. Right, let's let's talk on. about our philosophy course that we took back at uh, back at Evergreen <laughs> College uh, before we moved to Los Angeles. Uh, Irv Smith Jr. with a TD, but on the other side of the ball, Tom Brady, 15 of 23 for 196 yards and count them. Two touchdowns in the game. Ronald Jones back in the game. One TD on 80 yards rushing. 
Uh, Scotty Miller with a touchdown in the game, and Rob Gronkowski with another touchdown this year. Antonio Brown, Ben, five receptions for 49 yards. How do you feel about Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. How do you feel about him? He's awful. And I love to see him as an afterthought the on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The fireball Mike on the Evans table. That's still is the, part of the drinking game right Mike there. Mike Evans is the we stud on this team. How does he feel to be the third best wide receiver behind the behind Chris Godwin, who's not even playing? He is the third best receiver on this team behind Mike Evans, Scotty Miller, and Chris Godwin. If he was on the Steelers right now, you would love oh, to have I, him right I there. Would not, I don't want to have anything to do with Antonio Brown and his amazingly average play <laughs> that you see every week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's pathetic. He's just trying to make some money to pay off whatever he's got, whatever mess he's got going on in Florida right now. But I mean, look at that five, five receptions I, well, for I, 49 I, yards, 9.8 average. For Christmas, this is the, this is the guy who said not a year ago that he was one of the best receivers to ever play the game. I, and, I, you know what? I, I'd say and if he were to come back, I mean, he's up if he were to come back, he would put the team over the top. <laughs> Not in this case. Yeah, over the top of the fence at my guy at my <laughs> gated community in Florida as I throw my bicycle against the guard gate <laughs> with 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 uh, dick gummies. Yeah, uh, you know, gummy dicks. Yeah, nothing like you know calling your the the mother of your children horrible horrible names. Right in also front of your children. Of the drinking game agreement, Ben. If you say anything negative, not only about the AFC North. But if you say anything negative about Antonio Brown. Yes, and he's a despicable. Well, I mean, by all accounts, he's doing okay down there. But he should be the leading receiver on this team. They don't sell gummy dicks (laughs) in Tampa Bay, apparently. I think they only sell gummy dicks in Tampa Bay. (laughs) This is the dirty, dirty. It is the dirty, dirty. This there is, the, are, this is where there, people ben. see an alligator walking across this, the golf course and just say, I'll play through. These are small shots, by the yeah, way. Yeah, these are very but small they do shots. add up. It's more for the fun. It, it is. But yes, LaShawn McCoy with four carries for 32 yards. Yeah, 8.0 yards per carry. Cheers. Impressive. One of my favorite running backs of all time. Ah, that's good stuff. No bias. This is like, uh, I don't know if you ever saw Seth Meyers drinking game. He drank, you know, he drank with Rihanna, drank with... Uh, not Taylor Swift, the blonde, the blonde woman, the country singer that's on The Voice. Can't remember her name. Uh, I'm not good with country singers. Uh, but yeah, but he does yeah. the show where he, you know, where they go to the bar and they just drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. And that's what we're doing here. <laughs> well, well, thanks, Ben. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you think? What do you think of the Bucks at eight and five? The t- um, I mean, the Vikings are done. They're cooked. It's, yeah, no, it's I mean, over the Vikings, for them. So obviously, yeah, they're not, they're not gonna make a run. And. Uh, we have Lawrence. We have uh, one of our yeah. one of our uh, former guest family host. members yeah. saying goodbye, and, and a former guest host. She was on the yeah. she was on the show, of course. Um, but uh, as far as the Bucks, I mean, they've been disappointing this year. I mean, you know, with, with like you said, with all the talent that they have on that team, with the defense that they have, you know, bringing Tom Brady over, we expected them to be number one easily in the NFC South, and they haven't been able to accomplish that. And um, you know, I don't, I don't. I don't you know, it's not going to be a good ending to uh, Tom Brady's career. I'm sure he had some expectations with the Bucks, with the talent that they have to maybe win another Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I'm just wondering what the big desk himself, Colin Cowherd, will say sitting up on his perch on his podcast, actually in his backyard smoking a cigar. This Sunday he's been doing this smoking a cigar, telling us that he's right about something that he was probably wrong about <laughs> a week ago. Uh, so I'm wondering what he'll say about the Bucks this week. Uh, sorry, I'm just angry that people watch these shows and listen to 
And not uh, us. You know, Skip Bayless and, and, and not us, <laughs> because they're so, so bad at what they do. Uh, they're not bad at what they do. I mean, oh, there was a great skit. A like, you ever see, did you ever see Colin Coward's set where he's got this desk like up on a, oh, no. it's up on the mountaintop. It's about, I've, I've it's seen, about I've six seen, feet above where his guest sits now. Well, I've seen where he sits, you know, on, on his show on, on, uh, what is it on Fox or whatever was it? It's on FSN one. Uh, FSN, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, he has a nice little studio there. I'm not sure what he does for a podcast. I'm not sure if he has his own podcast where he has his own desk, where he sits on a perch. I'm not sure. He does. But yeah, I mean, he has, uh, you know, he's. Yeah, Friday, why don't you, why don't you dig a hole in the ground here and just <laughs> sit down there in that hole while we talk to each other? Just so you know that <laughs> I am in charge. <laughs> That's that's a dick move right yeah, there. Yeah, and that's what yeah, Colin yeah. Coward does. Yeah, he, he has he has that cute blonde chick on the show. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yep. Does. So he did something smart. Yeah, <laughs> but his but his takes well, are not particularly smart. full of wisdom. Yeah, well, he just he talks a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's amazing how these people get these jobs. Sorry. Well, uh, but what do you think? <laughs> you think the Vikings are cooked? The Vikings, yes. I mean, it's 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 impressive where they are right now from where they started at one and five, and now being six and seven, they did make a little bit of a run. But uh, in the NFC, they they will not be in the playoffs. But for the Bucks to be where they're at, I think that's more of a disappointment than yeah, where the should Vikings be sitting, are at. They should be sitting I, at, at the, twelve and twelve and uh, you know, or maybe a, maybe ten. I, I, they, and, they should they should have at least a couple more wins than they do right yeah, now. They should you be know, sitting at ten, at 10 and, three. and three. Yeah. So very disappointing. Next up, oh, this was a game that. It wasn't as close as the score uh, would tell you right here. The Chiefs put it away at the end, but the Chiefs win 33-27 to over the Dolphins. Chiefs go to 12-1, and take over that number one seed in the AFC. Dolphins fall to 8-5. and Patrick Mahomes, 24 of 34 for 393 yards and two, count them, two touchdowns, but three interceptions. He says he throws all his interceptions in Miami. Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, with a touchdown on the ground, Travis Kelsey with a touchdown through the air, Tyree Kill with another amazing touchdown through the air on the other side of the ball. Tua Tungavailoa, twenty-eight of forty-eight for three sixteen and two count him. Two touchdowns, one pick in the game. Tua with a touchdown on the ground. Mike Gasecki got banged up in this game, but two touchdowns on the ground. This game, I mean, it was a it was painful to watch. Probably I should not have watched as much of it as I did because it was clear at what the Chiefs were going to do is put their foot down on the gas mm-hmm. pedal at the end of this game. They did on that huge conversion at the end of the game, putting the game away. Uh, but it was a fun game to watch for a lot of it. But Friday, what say you about the Chiefs? Yeah, in I mean, in what, the, what was a close one for part of the game? No, I mean, the Dolphins started strong. I mean, they were they started, it was 10 nothing at the beginning. And then the Chiefs got serious. They got down to business. And, you know, they're, they're a cheat code. I mean, they yeah. have so many good players out there. It is fucking amazing how good this team yeah. is and they're under the salary cap still. I don't know where they found all these players and, 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 and how they have all these contracts, but everybody on this team is so damn good. Yeah. I and mean, Andy Reid just, and he looks like he's got the cookie jar tuffed under his yeah. jacket <laughs> at the, and during the press conferences at the, because he, he's like fighting back a smile. And I'm happy. I'm happy for Andy Reid. I, you know, I want Andy Reid to, you know, maybe win another Super Bowl. I don't want, I don't want him to win back to back. Not this I don't year. want him to win back to back Super Bowls, but I do want him to win another Super Bowl because he does deserve it being yeah. a great coach for the past 20 years. Didn't accomplish it in 
Philadelphia finally won one last year, and I would like to didn't have Patrick Mahomes in Philly. I would like no, I would like to see him win at least another one, maybe not this year, Ben, because I want the Steelers to win one. Um, but I mean, they are definitely we need our first Super Bowl. They are a cheat code, and it is unfair what yeah, they're doing to the NFL and this right is, now. And this is with the offensive line. It's like they got. They, it's like they fall behind, and then they're like, you know what? We, we let's be serious. Here. It is. It almost feels let's like a Tesla. It feels like you just hit the gas pedal, and it's just they're gone. <laughs> they're gone, and, and they, they just it. blow you out. Easily. And, and, you know, the oh, yeah, Dolphins, down. We'll the Dolphins made a little bit of a run at the end of the game. But if any team makes a run at the end of the game, the Dolphins just, once again, put their foot on the gas. Like, let's go. Yeah, it's like let's fourth, not fuck around. Yeah, like, fourth down, let's, uh, what, do you, what do you think about a 20-yard pass at Tyreek Hill? Yeah, <laughs> let's just do that. <laughs> it's not most fair. Teams are, most teams are going to run the it ball. They're like, yeah, fair. fuck it. We'll throw the ball 20 yards on the, mean, down the right sideline to Tyreek Hill. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he, he is one of the greatest talents in the NFL. It's come into the NFL in the last... Maybe 15 years or yeah, so. Yeah, and this is with the offensive line not playing as well as it has in even earlier this year. The defense has got some problems, uh, but when they decide to put the gas, you know, their foot on the gas, mm-hmm. they can put points up with the best of them. And, you know, they were able to do so in this game. But do you think that the Chiefs have a little bit of a chink in their armor in terms of the defense not playing as well no. as it could? The offensive line not protect. I mean, Mahomes... You know, if he's well, if he, he gets he banged threw, up in the next three games, it could spell trouble for this team. Um, I mean, he threw two quick interceptions in this one. Um, but he, I mean, he just he turned things around. I mean, he he just they got serious and they're like, okay, this team wants to play us. Let's do it. Let's yeah. let's, let's 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 score. You know, fourteen quick points. It was it was ten nothing. Let's score two quick touchdowns, just like they did against uh, who was it? The the Texans in yep. the playoffs last year. Where yep. The Texans were up like what twenty one nothing, twenty four nothing. It was yep. like I think a it was twenty four points, or it was twenty one nothing, or whatever. And then by the end, it was twenty one nothing in what the second half or the second quarter. And you know the Kansas City just they just put their foot on the gas, and it was twenty four twenty four twenty one at the end of the half. Right? I there. mean, traditional I mean, football doesn't easily, work with them. No, it, you know, it doesn't. I mean, uh, you know, controlling the clock. You know, cut. You know, limiting the time of possession or the amount of possessions for for the Chiefs, it just doesn't work with them. Yeah, no. Because you give them two possessions, they'll score fourteen points. Exactly. And um, they can do it easily. They can just do it whenever they want to. But you know, I mean, it, it is down in Miami, where it's apparently nineteen eighty six at the Hard Rock Stadium. <laughs> apparently, Hard Rock T shirts are still a thing down in Miami. Uh, next up, Broncos at Panthers. Yeah, that was a close one. Broncos go to five and eight. Panthers fall to four you know, and Drew, nine, Drew 32 Locke, to 27. Drew Locke played very well in this game. Yeah. He, if I mean, only he could do that every game for Denver. Yeah. He played pretty he well in, he actually played pretty well in the first half of the game today. Uh, but 21 to 27 for 280 and four, count them, four touchdowns in a game. KJ Hamler with two touchdowns on or through the air. Tim Patrick with a TD. Nick Vanette. I like me some Nick Vanette with a touchdown through the air. Teddy B, 30 for four, 30 of 40. 283, zero TDs, zero INTs. Teddy yeah. B back to being the Teddy B. Well, I mean, you know, Carolina had a chance to come back in this game, um, but they couldn't convert on fourth down, and, you know, they, they kind of failed in the end there. Uh, but, you know, Denver with Drew Locke in this game, he was good. Tonight, not so much. Yeah, I mean, he's playing pretty well. Uh, but what do you think about the Carolina Panthers? And no, Matt think- Rule talking about sticking with Teddy Bridgewater long term. I would. I would know, you? I would. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, I, I, think, I mean, I like Teddy Bridgewater. No, he's, you think he's, he's definitely a quarterback that you can win a Super Bowl with? Um. Well, right now, you know, they don't have Christian McCaffrey running the ball. 
So, I mean, you know, when Christian McCaffrey comes back and we saw what kind of an impact he had last year with his team and they won five games basically yep. with Christian McCaffrey and no quarterback. Yep. You know, when he comes back and if he's playing at full strength, then yeah, they have a chance. Crazy, crazy. Next up, Texans at Bears. The Bears. This was a shock. 36 to 7. The Bears go to 6 and 7. Texans go to 4 and 9. Friday, what do you think about this outcome with Mitch Trubisky with three TDs and 267 yards passing? And this is why Chicago picked them as high as they did. Yeah, this one, this is the game. So he could play good. This is in the one game. Game. Uh, three touchdowns in this game. But, you know, last week when we were making our predictions, I chose the Texans. I thought the Texans would easily win this one. But, man, Chicago really showed up. Yeah. Trubisky I mean, showed up. This, uh, I mean, what are you going to do with Chicago? I mean, I guess maybe Nagy's pep talk in the media publicly and privately might have worked. I don't know. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, 24 33 for 267. Three huge touchdowns in the game. Montgomery, David Montgomery off the scrap heap. 11 carries for 113 yards, 10.3 average, and a big touchdown in the game. Allen Robinson with a touchdown through the air. Jimmy Graham off the scrap heap as well with a touchdown through the air. Daryl Mooney or Darnell Mooney with a touchdown. But Deshaun Watson, 21 30 for 219. One touchdown through the air. Uh, what do you think about uh, the Chicago Bears sitting at six and seven? Nothing's going to happen. Anything going to happen I, this year, next year? Are they going to stick with Mitch Trubisky I'm or are they going to sure. move on? Not sure who they're going to have as the starting quarterback next year. I mean, they still have Foles. They have Trubisky. Maybe they draft somebody. I, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, they're going to, they're not going to have a high draft pick. So, you know, yeah, I mean, that's I, interesting. I, they might finish maybe eight and eight somewhere around there. So, I mean, middle of the pack, um, you know, who can you get? And, uh, you know, their defense is, uh, is good, but they, they definitely need to, you know, create some sort of offense. I mean, this game, obviously they scored a lot, but throughout the season, not so they, they've struggled. Well, what do you think about the Texans? I mean, what a disappointing year for the Texans. Yeah, I know they I know. have injuries, but even so, I mean, this yeah, is a disappointing I mean, year. You, you feel for Deshaun Watson. I mean, you know, big contract. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a good quarterback. I mean, but he needs help on the ground. I mean, look at the guy. I mean, look at the, I mean, Duke Johnson with 26 yards, CJ Procise, who even the Seattle Seahawks wouldn't, you know, wouldn't keep <laughs> with one carry for two yards. Greg Howell Jr. with 11 carries for 42 yards. They need some help down there in Houston. Who the hell is Greg Howell Jr.? I don't know, but he's, he's the that, leading rusher this week for the Houston Texans. Who will it be next week? <laughs> exactly. Next up. Ooh, Friday. They write. They right the ship and they fall out of the nest or they stay in the nest. Arizona Cardinals seven and six. The mm-hmm. Giants five and eight. The Cardinals win twenty six to seven. Mm-hmm. Put a shellacking back in on the, the New York Giants. Kyler Murray twenty four of thirty five for two forty four and one. Count it one touchdown. Kenyon Drake with eighty yards on the ground and a touchdown. Dan Arnold with a touchdown. But the poor Giants, 11, for, 11 of 21 for Daniel Jones, 127 yards, no TDs, no picks. Colt McCoy, who is starting the game tomorrow, 2 of 3 for 18 yards. Colt to the rescue next week. What say you, Franny? I mean, it's good for the Cardinals. You know, I mean... I, Man, they're disappointing me this year. I, they were really they, good. They, they were nice, really good nice at the start, beginning, yeah. Ben, and, and your bet looked really good. They were in first for place them. in the division. I know, but... When the they, Seattle Seahawks started to fall <laughs> apart. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, they, I I think they still have another season or two before they're a contender for the Super Bowl. But what's the issue in in, uh, in Arizona, you think? 
why they're why they're sitting at seven to six instead of uh, you know I, I still think Kyler Murray has a little bit of growing to do you know he's he's, he's been impressive this year but he's been a little, a little inconsistent I mean there's times in the game where you're like wow this guy can really be a starting quarterback in the NFL at times like uh, I'm not sure about this guy so you know yeah. he, this is only a second season you know another season or two I think they will be okay they can just build the team around him but Hopkins gets it done again nine receptions for 136 yards in the game. Ooh, next up, Frane's Cowboys, thirty I've had to seven shots. I've had over. Shots. I'm not going to take any the more shots. The Cincinnati Bengals sitting at two ten and one at one tie against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Dallas Cowboys, ooh, four and nine. Give me that head coach back. I want that head coach back. Give him to me. Four and nine. Andy Dalton, two touchdowns on 185 yards. Hey, over two on touchdowns. the Bengals side, Brandon Allen, ooh, twenty seven to thirty six for two seventeen and a touchdown. Ryan Finley, one of two for five, but he's starting this week. Mm-hmm. Ryan Finley is starting for the Bengals against the Steelers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bengals, for starting your worst quarterback against us. But the Cowboys, look at this pathetic display. 12 carries for 48 yards for Ezekiel Elliott. No touchdowns. Tony Pollard, 11 for 39. Amari Cooper, one touchdown on 51 lowly yards. Man, and Tony Pollard with a touchdown through the air. The defense showed up in this one. Look at that pathetic Cowboys display. Mm, it's not. I mean, they won thirty to seven. I'm trying to get you to say something bad about them. I don't want to take any more shots. I mean, they they won the game. I'm not sure what would happen if if um, you know if Joe Burrow was still the starter here, but you know they they won. Good for them. I think you they know? would probably lose yeah, still. Good, good for them. Uh, good. But what do you think of the Cowboys? Seem to be riding the ship a little bit. Not really. I mean, look at Dalton. 185 yards, two touchdowns, yeah, no picks, no turnovers. Yeah, I mean, they, they, he did what he needed to do. All right. Playing against the worst or second worst team in the league. Fine. Next up, the Colts at the Raiders in Vegas. Colts 44, Raiders 27. Colts go to 9 and 4. Raiders go to 7 and 6. Ronnie would say. And this one. And then the next one. Yeah. The next <laughs> one was. That was a game that no one should be forced to watch. Um, uh, Phillip Rivers, 19 to 28 for 244 and two count them. Two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor with two touchdowns on the ground and 150 yards. T.Y. Hilton with two TDs. But Phillip Rivers looks pretty good. Yep. And so do the Colts, Ben. What do you think about the Raiders and Derek Carr? 31 you know, to 45 for 316. Two TDs. Count them. Yeah, no, I was And shocked. two picks. I was shocked. I mean, I think we both chose the Raiders in this one because they were playing at home. I mean, obviously, we we we've talked highly about the Colts on the podcast. Um, but you know, the, the Raiders have had some impressive wins this year and I uh, expected them to win this one, but they've got blown out in this one. Yeah. Josh Jacobs was only 49 yards on the ground. Nelson Aguilar with another touchdown on a hundred yards. Fucking for- Aguilar, man. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. He looks good this year. Yeah. If, really uh, good. Of course. Now that he's off the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah, but the Raiders, I don't know why we keep giving the Raiders more credit than they're due. I think because we have want a, them to They do have well. a lot of injuries. We want they them to do well. They have a lot of injuries. They do have a lot of injuries, especially oh, on the defensive injuries. side of the ball. Ooh, they people do. talk about injuries. Have you seen the Eagles? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Eagles are, people are getting injured for the Eagles right now. Yeah, exactly. On the podcast. Exactly. People are getting up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> On the Twist East Coast, an and they're tripping over their, their, their what do you call it, the, uh, the credenza <laughs> on the way to the bathroom, injuring them. Turf toe <laughs> Turf on the credenza. Uh, but, yeah, the Raiders are poorly coached. The ownership credenza. is terrible. And <laughs> I don't know the last time somebody said credenza. Credenza. <laughs> well, you know, where you put your keys. And, yeah, that's the credenza. I know. Uh, but the Colts, man, the Colts look okay. I mean, I know they're only, I mean, they're nine and four. They only got the four losses. But. You know, I, I I guess maybe the Colts, because they're the Colts without Peyton Manning, I just it's hard for me to take them as seriously as I probably should. But Phillip Rivers is playing pretty well. Frank Reich, 
as good a head coach as you're going to find in the league, maybe mm-hmm. next to Andy Reid or Bill Belichick. Sean Payton. Uh, Sean, nah, Sean McVay. Nah, 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 nah. Sean McVay. Sean Payton. You, 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 were, you were praising Sean Payton a couple weeks ago. I was. I was. Just because they, they lose to the they Eagles got beat by, Then they got beat by a team with three wins. <laughs> so, But the, the Colts look pretty good. I mean, I know it's going to be tough in the AFC. They're probably fourth or fifth best team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Not going to go deep in the playoffs, but at least they Never have know. some hope in Never Indy. Know. Never know. But what do you think about the Raiders? Are the Raiders They're done, done, done. long term? Derek Carr, big I, groin I, injury in the last game. Yeah, and you know he was sitting on the sidelines of this last game. You know, it, we wish the Raiders well, but they just they can't help themselves. I don't know. A ten-year yeah. contract. Yeah, I know for Chucky for a car salesman. <laughs> I mean, he is. I mean, he's, he's essentially a car salesman. He says the right things. He does the right things. He's got the right personality. Mm-hmm. He could sell you on him. Back to the broadcast booth. You know, you got Mark Davis in there as his father's, you know, I don't know. It's almost like a Happy Gilmore or not a Happy Gilmore. It's almost like a, like a, uh, an Adam Sandler movie where they give the job to, uh, to Mark, to Mark Davis. But there's really another son out there, Adam Sandler, <laughs> yeah. who deserves to be running the corporation. But they give it to the idiot son instead. Uh, next up, Jets at Seahawks. I don't know if there's anything to say about this game other than yeah, the Seahawks nah, beat the yeah. piss out they, of it. The- they just kicked their ass. There's not much to say about that one. 40 to 3. Yep. Uh, Packers Lions. Mm-hmm. Game where Stafford gets hurt. Packers uh, 31. Lions 24. Lions go to 5 and 8. Packers go to 10 and 3. Aaron Rodgers 26 to 33 for 290 and 3. Count them. Three touchdowns. Oh, look at that. Aaron Rodgers with a rushing touchdown. And a rushing touchdown today. Yep. What has gotten into this young man? <laughs> Devontae Adams with a touchdown. Marquez Valdez Scantling with a touchdown. Robert Tunyon wait, wait, with a wait, touchdown. Wait, wait, scroll down. Who's Equinemius? Equinemius St. Brown. Yeah, Equinemius St. Brown. I give that guy credit for his name. Yeah, he's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. Equinemius? Yeah. It's worse than my name. Yeah. Well, no, Equinemius, that's a name like. You don't see too many equanimities like, out there. I feel like you should be a philosopher. <laughs> of football. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> the wise words of Equinemius St. Brown. Equinemius St. Brown on third down says, <laughs> those yeah. who run the ball on third and short are more successful than those who do not. <laughs> uh, but the Lions uh, with Stafford. Is this, uh, is this a game where Stafford got hurt? Yeah, they're going to. Yeah. Uh, Stafford 24 at 34 for 244 and one touchdown. DeAndre Swift with a touchdown on 24 yards. Can you carry on Johnson? What a disappointment. Two, uh, two carries for three yards and a TD. TJ Hawkinson. I mean, what was his, what were his parents thinking? Like, they were probably they like, that? I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to insult them, but I mean, no, but no, it sounds I mean, it's, like, it's, uh, I just that sounds like you, a I mean, historical name. Like I, it's I mean, a family it name. I mean, it is, but I mean, Jesus Christ, he was probably made fun of his entire life. Equinemius? Oh, no, I would love to have that name. Uh, Equinemius? Yeah, yeah. What would they call you for short? I would Equi- wear a hat where Equi- I could hold the hat for him. I don't know, but I would. <laughs> I feel like I should be walking down the hallway at school with like a, with like a, you know, a, not a, what do you call the hat? Like that, that Bruce, I am Bruce, Equinemius. Bruce, Bruce Arians wears. I'd have it off to the side. <laughs> you know, I'd be just like walking with my backpack over my back. They'd be like, what's up, Equinemius? I'd be like, I'll talk to you later. I'll give you some insight, some wisdom later. <laughs> Uh, it's just interesting. I mean, it's I, I've never seen that yeah, player before. In the it's NFL. a great name. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think here? Packers ten and three. They go on to win today as well. Yeah. Uh, Lions done. Done. Yeah, they're done. All right. Next up, Franny. These games are going fast this week. Fast and furious. Falcons at Chargers in the battle of the incompetence. Mm-hmm. The game. You know, every time the Falcons were in this game, poor Matt Ryan throws another interception every time. 
21 and 32 for 224, one count it. One touchdown and three interceptions. Falcons 17, Chargers 20. Chargers go to 4 and 9. Falcons go to 4 and 9 as well. On the other side of the ball, Justin Herbert 36 of 44 for 243 and two count them, two touchdowns, one pick. But every time the Atlanta Falcons had a chance to get back in this game, your beloved Matt Ryan throws a pick. Anthony Lynn did everything he could oh. to try to lose this game as well. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was it was uh it was, it was an interesting game. I and mean, both these teams have suffered all year long with these close games. Um I'm not sure which fan base has suffered more, the Chargers or the Falcons. Well, probably the Falcons because of what happened in the Super Bowl. But I mean, I mean, like you said, I mean, both 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 teams are pretty incompetent right now and um you know, one team had to win and it happened to be the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was trying to cue up that Benny Hill music I had from <laughs> from Can't earlier. Find Can't find it. Uh, but I mean that. Where's the producer? That where's, where's this? that display at the end of the first half of this game by the Chargers after Anthony Lynn took over mm-hmm. the special teams, uh, took over special teams for this team. Uh, twenty seconds or twenty two seconds yep. to go. They take a timeout. They come back on the field. They run the ball. They don't. It was like third and two. They run the ball. They don't pick up the first down. No one knows what the fuck is going on. They can't get the field goal unit on the team fast enough. They miss the field or they don't get the field. I mean, they don't get a field goal off. They don't run another play. They're like at the eight yard line or the 10 yard line or something like that. That to me is the charger season under Anthony. Lane. Yep, yep. And after the game, he says, you can't be running the ball in that circumstance on that, you know, in that down and distance with that time. I'm like, are you not on the fucking headset? Do you not? You just called a timeout. You just, what did you tell him on the sideline? I do whatever the offensive coordinator says. Was that your, like he acted like he had no response. He just called you a timeout. Right. You are I right. Well, but how, after, if, how could, you're the if head coach. If they were coach. good teams, I'd be, I'd be mad, but they're not, they're not very good teams. Well, but I feel like the Chargers and Justin Herbert deserve better. And if they oh, don't just, fire, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he'd make a great coordinator <laughs> somewhere, but he has no leadership skills at all. No. I mean, he calls a timeout. They, they call a running play. He doesn't know apparently that they called a running play. So he must just be deferring to the, and after the game, he's like, we well, can't run the ball there. Nope. Like I, I had no clue. <laughs> I'm just a coach. I, I, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, but it, it's just so pathetic how how poorly coached both of these teams are. Mm-hmm. And it just upset me to no end. <laughs> I can tell. I mean, it's just, I mean, what, but what, why, but the, the correct answer is I should have stopped that play call. Mm-hmm. I should not have allowed that play to happen. Uh, next up, Washington at 49ers. Washington football team, 23 over the 49ers. 15. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this outcome, Fronnie? Come on. This is not what you expected. No, Even Al- with all Alex the injuries. Smith, Alex Smith didn't finish the game in this one. He injured his other, other leg. leg. Um, but, you know, next week, I was hoping for, that Washington, next week, I was left arm that, after that right arm. <laughs> I was hoping that Washington would, would lose this game because the Eagles actually did win the game. But the Washington uh, football team, their their defense showed up. I mean, their their defense really did show up in this one. That's the reason why they won this one. Two and, and defensive touchdowns. Yeah, I praised their defense last year, and their defense is playing well this year again. I mean, that defensive front is as good as any defensive <clears throat> front in the league probably over the last five or six years. If they had a good quarterback, you know, they, they, they could have, you know, maybe eight, nine wins right now. Yeah, I mean, Chase Young just manhandled yeah, the San Francisco 49ers offense in this game. I think he had a pick, not a pick six, but a fumble recovery for a mm-hmm. touchdown. Yeah. He was just all, all over the place. Over the place. Uh, but that that defensive front, that four-man front for the, for the Washington football team mm-hmm. is as good as it gets. Yep. 
And if they could continue to do this and hopefully get not any, tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully not tomorrow. <laughs> but I mean the Niners, I mean, I know they have a ton of injuries, and I know Nick Mullins is not particularly good. Nope. But this what do you think this says about Washington? I mean, Ron Rivera says everything is clicking at the right time. Jack Del Rio no, says well. everything is clicking they, at the right time. They beat an undefeated team. They did. They did. They did. <laughs> you know, I, I you know, sorry, with, 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 with what they turned did. out to be a pretty easy schedule. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> according to Frane on the podcast at and times, everyone else in the universe at that's looked at it. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty easy. It was a walk in the park at times there. Uh, but no, Washington, Washington is, I mean, they have, they have a better coach now. You know, they, 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 um, they just didn't find a quarterback. I mean, you know, Alex Smith is definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what he's accomplished this year in returning to the NFL after that gruesome injury. Um, uh, but they just need, they, they need a better quarterback. I don't want them to find a better quarterback because they're in my division, but, uh, that's, that's pretty much all they need right now. Yeah. I mean, Nick Mullins, not a maybe great another game. wide receiver, maybe, you know, uh, 25 or 45 or 260, one count it, one touchdown, one pick, but Raheem Mostert with only 65 yards on the ground on 14 carries. Uh, Debo Samuel went down in this game. Another injury for the San Francisco 49ers. Jeffrey Wilson with 31 yards, but they bottled him up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that front really bottled up the San Francisco running game. And, you know, Niners are out of it essentially at 5-8. Yeah, and eight. Much. But the Washington football team on the rise in, in the playoffs. NFC Currently in the playoffs East. sitting at number one. How does that make you feel, Friday? I'm happy. I mean, look, I, I would hate to see Dallas in first place. Fuck, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I would hate to see Dallas in first. Out of all of the teams in the NFC East, if it's not the Eagles, then I'm not opposed to seeing Washington up there because they've struggled mightily as an organization oh, for, sure. for 25 years now. I mean, they were so good in the 80s. And their owner does everything he can in yeah. his power to stop them from being successful. Exactly. Uh, you know, So I'm, I, as an Eagles fan, yeah, I, I don't like any team in my division, but if there's one team that is in first place that I can be happy with, it would be Washington. I don't want to see the Giants in first place. Why not? I don't want to see. Why the hate for the G men? Well, I mean, I, I just I don't I don't I don't really care for the Giants either. I don't care for the Giants because I know Giants fans. <laughs> What's wrong well, with the Giants fans? I, I, I'm from New York, God damn it. Yeah, but you're not a Giants fan. No, but well, I'll root I'm, for them if I'm they're playing. Shima and Domogoy, who are both. Uh, Giants fans, and I just I, I I don't want the Giants to win. I mean, I, I rooted against the Giants in the Super Bowl against New England too. I just didn't want them to win one. But if there's any team that will be in first place, that's not the Eagles. Have they become? Washington. I mean, I know I know Domgoy's from the East Coast. Yeah. Shima's got family in New York. Is that why he's a Giants fan? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, but uh, that's 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 the reason why. I mean, I'm happy for Washington. I'm happy for Alex Smith. Um, you know, I still want the Eagles to make the Super Bowl. I mean, not Super Bowl, the playoffs over them. Hopefully, the Super Bowl, but <laughs> at least make the playoffs over Washington. But if there's one team sitting in first place right now in the NFC East, if it's not the Eagles, I'm happy it's the Washington football team, especially you know, especially after this year. Of course, shot. All right. Fine. Well, you know, fine. I got you on that one. You got to admit, I got you that time. Fine. I will take a shot. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> and I'm the lightweight. Oh, uh, oh, oh. These are very small shots. Yeah, this is just for big, fun. But, you know, it's like drinking game. You know, you can't, if, we, if these were full shots, yeah. we would not be able to finish the podcast tonight. Yeah, and it's week 15. So, you know, a there's not more, much left to be hashed out, really. A little more of the fireball. Cheers Here to we you, go. Man. But, you know, if the Eagles don't make it, let's go Washington. I'll, I'll, I won't root for you, but I won't be unhappy either. All right. Cheers. Cheers.
Next up, the game of the week. Saints <laughs> at Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles 24. Saints 21. Taysom Hill. Two TDs, one pick in the game. But the new star of the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, 17 of 30 for 167. One touchdown and 100 plus yards on the ground. Let's get a little audio. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it, gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown. It's nice. Nice throw. Alshon Jeffrey, is he still on the team? I didn't know. I had no Carson idea. Wentz had forgotten it, about him. I, I think. Alshon forgot about Wentz, actually. <laughs> but Franny, take it away, man. There's nothing to say no, here. I, I, I Beating mean, the number one seed in the NFC. It, it was a good win for the Eagles. It is one that they definitely needed at this point in the season. You know, they're just sitting outside of the playoffs right now, behind the Giants, behind Washington. And, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, Jalen Hurts, he he's really leading this team. I mean, you know, like guys do respect him and like you said Ben he's shown poise he's shown confidence um and he's playing to his abilities you know he's, he's not trying to do too much out there Wentz and at times was, it was so impressive Wentz at times is trying to do too much where Jalen Hurts is playing within himself and is um elevating other guys out there as well as I mean he's he's he's, he's got a little bit of spark to him I like him he's a spocky guy he's a spocky but look at these running stats Miles Sanders, 14 carries for 115, 8.2 average, two touchdowns. Yeah, that long 82-yard touchdown yeah, run. That didn't hurt. Yeah, no, that doesn't. Yeah, that, that, but that was a nice run. Bolsters your stats right there. But Jalen Hurts, 18 carries for 106 yards, mm-hmm. 5.9 yards per carry. Alshon Jeffrey with a lone touchdown through the air. But look at that defense. Alvin Kamara with only 50 yards on the ground. Right. Taysom Hill with only 33 but through the air, holding Michael Thomas to zero touchdowns. Emmanuel Sanders with only 48 yards on the day with a TD. Jared Cook with a TD. Uh, but holding Thomas to 84 yards, the Eagles are reborn. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But it was an impressive win. It was it was a good win. I'm not sure what would have happened if, if Drew Brees was at the helm. Um, but, no. The he Eagles, might be playing the this week. The Eagles we'll needed this win at this point in the season to keep their playoffs, playoff hopes alive. And, uh, you know, they're on live support, but they're there. Yeah, but Washington, if they lose out and the Eagles win out, Eagles are in. And anything can happen there. Well, we'd probably lose, but still, playoffs. Uh, next game, Friday. Oh, Steelers 15, man. Buffalo Bills 26. I think, I think we need that, that Price is Right music. Uh, yeah, yeah where, where's that? I, I think we need that. After 11 straight wins, two straight losses for the Steelers, Ben. I'm sorry. It was ugly. And we knew it would be tough. Capital UG. Here we go. A little audio from that game. Without a sack. Now at 272. Make it 273. But he threw a pick. Back the other way from Buffalo. Taron Johnson will score. Touchdown, Bills. He throws a lollipop pass out there. I mean, the defender was read it the whole way. Roethlisberger didn't put any mustard on the ball at all. Pick six, second quarter, essentially turns the whole game. Steelers are not able to get back in the game after that. Bills rattle off, I think, 23 or 28 points, mm-hmm. un- or 23 points unanswered after that. You know, yeah, they scored nine points in the second quarter, 14 points in the third quarter. Yeah, 23 points. Roethlisberger with two picks in the game on 187 yards. James Conner banged up on his quad. 
10 carries for 18 yards. Juju Smith-Schuster still getting it done, 55 yards and a touchdown. James Washington, who seems to be our only competent receiver, next to Juju with a touchdown on the ground. But Josh Allen, 24 of 43, 238, two touchdowns, one pick in the game. Steelers blitz, 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 blitz. They just came after him the entire game, even in the second half when it didn't make any sense. Stefan Diggs just decided, you know what? I'm going to have a day. Ten receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Cole Beasley, they bottled him up a little bit, but, I mean, it was ugly. The Steelers were never in this game, really, uh, after, yeah. you know. Second half was Bills all the way. You know, we were we were up 7 nothing, and then it just it just went sideways. Franny, what do you think yeah. about Well, another another thing that we'll add to the tag, season awards. Thurston Goal, season awards, is most improved player. Ooh. And the most improved player is it's right not here. Ben Roethlisberger. It is Josh Allen, Ben. We talked a lot of shit about Josh Allen. Well, you saw the playoff game, season. right? Not only, not only the playoff game, but just the season in general. You know, you know having the worst completion percentage, or, or pretty close to the worst completion percentage in the league, and now he's at the top. Throwing I give him darts, a lot of credit. Literal darts. I, I give this guy a lot of credit. I mean, he really turned things around. He, he changed his mechanics all the way, and, uh, you know, he's got a rocket for an arm. I mean, it, 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 he's he's been very impressive this year. After and all the shit talking that we did. who does he remind you of? I don't know. A big, tall quarterback <laughs> with poise in the pocket. You're, you're going to give credit to confidence. Ben Ro- you're going to give credit Yeah, he to reminds ben me of a young yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. He yeah. does. I mean, he's he's got he's got a he's really a strong more, arm. He's more mobile than Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, has people ever forget been. how mobile Ben Roethlisberger he was. He was never mobile. Roethlisberger, I mean, he made a tackle against the Colts in the playoffs. That playoffs. even a deep playoffs that even a DB couldn't make. Yeah, well, I mean he he was a, a mobile guy. Yeah, when he was young. Yeah, long but, yeah. time ago. But yeah, fifteen years ago. But I do agree with Franny. I mean Josh Allen is his. You know, I, I right now I'd put the Chiefs number one. I'd put the Bills number two at odds of yeah. getting to the Super Bowl in yeah. the AFC. Yeah, They're I would good. put the Steelers probably down at five or six, behind probably the Titans. I don't know about that. I'd probably put them behind the Titans with the running game. In, yeah. in cold weather, in December, January, I, I think the Steelers, the recipe they've got going right now, fit. I mean, this is two games in a row below 20 points. I honestly don't know what the answer is for the Steelers. I mean, they can't run the ball. The offensive line isn't able to get any push at all. I mean, I think they have to try to run the ball. I'd rather they lose. I'd rather they lose a game or two going down the stretch here, beat the beat the the Bengals, but then really tried to change up their offense to get a game plan together that can be successful in the playoffs and maybe even lose to the Colts, lose to the Browns if they have to, to try to get this shit right. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. right now, the, the you can't drop back and throw the ball. I mean, Roethlisberger threw the ball, let's see. 37. 37 times. Game before that, he threw the ball 53 times, I think. Uh, th- this is not a recipe for success. I mean, but the Steelers, they were they were 11 and 0 three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Friday, what happened? They, could, they can't run the ball. But uh, they, why? Uh, the well, Eagles couldn't run the ball either, but they just ran it this week for 300 yards. But they could run it before. They, they could run it before. <laughs> they, <laughs> what does that say? I got to think of this, Ben. Oh. <laughs> All right. We do drink a lot of the show. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll wrap up uh, the couple games we got on the slate. From week or we'll from talk a little bit more about this, this week. one, but we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll get through the uh, the week fifteen picks. 
All right, and we are back to recap, or not recap, or to finish up <laughs> with the games from Week 14. I don't know where we left. Oh, Steelers. Anything else to add about the Steelers? Miserable loss to uh, the Buffalo Bills. I, w- I wouldn't say it's miserable, Ben. I wouldn't say it's miserable. It's the miserable, Bills, 15 the points. The Bills are a good team, and it, there's no embarrassment losing to the Bills. There is to Washington Redskins, but the Bills, you sort of were expecting this. You yeah. expected the, 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 the Steelers to finish up the season 14-2. and two. Yeah, I mean, we're on our way to 14-2. and two. I mean, uh, uh, Frane's bathroom break. Uh, I am 50. <laughs> Frane is 36. I lasted longer than he did, just for the record there, folks. Uh, but I was able to look at Twitter a little bit. I mean, the people in Buffalo are celebrating as they should mm-hmm. tonight. So I'm really, really happy about that. I'm really happy that the Buffalo Bills fans are out in the snow in their T-shirts and jerseys with shorts on and no shoes, just celebrating, pouring beer over their heads. So I'm very happy. And there's a lot of champagne being popped as a result of the Steelers loss to the Buffalo Bills and their win tonight. Uh, you want to move on to the Ravens versus the oh, Browns, yeah. the game of the, well, game of the season almost. The I mean, this was a crazy game. This was a lot of fun to oh, watch. For sure. If you're a neutral spectator, you enjoyed this game. If you're Ben, you probably did not. No. Uh, well, it was a good game. Uh, oh, the game was awesome. The Eagles-Saints game was the most interesting, it was exciting interesting, game of the week. It was but an this was the most, This was the most fun game but this probably was a to fun watch of the division week. battle. This was the battle of second and third place. Yes. I mean, Lamar Jackson doing his best Clyde Frazier impersonation here. I can't remember who the name, uh, Kirk Gibson hitting the home run at the end of the game in the ninth inning, but the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns Ravens, 47 Cleveland Browns, 42, but this was a back and forth affair going down to the last minute of the game. Lamar Jackson, 11 and for 17, 163 yards and one touchdown. Count it. Trace McSorley had to come in and duty when Lamar Jackson had some cramps in the fourth quarter. Uh, Mark Andrews had a pretty pedestrian game, 78 yards, but Marquise Brown, at least one in the Brown family had a touchdown tonight or this week, one touchdown for Marquise Brown on 50 yards, but on the other side of the ball, the Browns did what the Browns do. Baker Mayfield, 28 to 47 for 343 and two count them, two touchdowns, one interception, but Nick Chubb, 82 yards, Kareem Hunt, 33 yards, but Chubb with two TDs. Hunt with a touchdown, but Franny, this was an exciting fucking Hell game. Yeah. This was a lot of fun to watch. I it thought the Browns were going to pull it out at the end. Uh, I thought they were. I mean, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson coming back from the shitter. Yeah, <laughs> and throw, he threw a throwing pass. on that fourth down pass right yeah. there and uh, connecting. Yeah, you got chills. You got yeah. chills just thinking about no, it. I didn't get chills. Oh, okay. There were no chills in this I game. I was, it looked like you were. Well, you were I, I was upset. There. I was upset because if the Browns go to 10 and 3, the Ravens fall to 7 and 6. At least maybe the Ravens aren't in the playoffs, which would make yeah, me happy. Fuck the Ravens. Ravens out of the playoffs. That Pretty close I like. to it. Uh, but the Browns, you know, at least the Browns were going to make the playoffs one way or the other. It would have been nice if they had been able to win this game. But the Ravens stuck a dagger in their heart, Franny. What do you think about this game? I mean, it was it was just so much fun to watch. I really enjoyed this game. And this is something that you don't usually enjoy is a Browns game. But this year, the Browns yeah. are a different team, and all Browns fans out there rejoice Jarvis because the Landry. Brownies are back. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> we'll at see. least for this we'll season. See. We'll see. At least we'll for see. this season. 
Uh, actually, if they had a better quarterback, I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield had a had a, a decent game in this one, three hundred forty-three yards, two touchdowns, one interception. If they had a slightly better quarterback, they would be even better. Like you'd have more confidence in yeah, them. Yeah, and if with, the Ravens with, with had him? any quarterback, they'd be a little bit better. Oh come on! If they had a quarterback, oh, they'd be a little bit better. Sitting at six, one hundred and sixty-three passing yards, one hundred twenty-four on the ground. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not Two bad. Two touchdowns sitting on the ground. Sitting at eight and five. One in the air. You Come know, on. sitting at eight and five. You know, hey, they're two, right there. They're, two, they're sitting. Two terrible playoff exits one, in a one row. Spot, one spot out of the playoffs. Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, it was a fun game to watch. It was a, it was a beautiful game to watch. Actually, what? that should be a shot right there. What's that? Right there, saying the Ravens. Shouldn't make the playoffs, or they, oh they, yeah, I did see some bad things. Yeah. yeah, that's true. All right, let's do a shot. I mean, this. I mean, it was fun, but it's not fun. I mean, it'd be as better. I mean, think about it from my perspective. Yeah, my blah, 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 my perspective. Would you? How excited would you be about a forty-seven, forty-two affair between the Washington Football Team and the Dallas Cowboys? Even if it was a great uh, game, you'd who still won? you'd who won? well. All right, let's say <laughs> the Giants win. The the Washington Redskins or, or the, the Washington <laughs> Football Team wins. What well, football team? Sorry, um, you know, for I'd be happy for Washington, right? Yeah, but, but how excited would you be about the game if it's a good game like this one was? I would still say, hey, it's a good game. Uh, cheers, cheers! Uh, I don't want to do it. That is the smallest shot of the night. Yeah, for sure. They get smaller and smaller and smaller as the night goes on. Uh, but I mean, this was definitely a fun game. Uh, and I think the Browns are the better team of these two teams. Uh, they played in Cleveland, but Maker, you know, Mayfield had a good game. The running game wasn't it wasn't where it could have been. Uh, certainly a fun affair. I mean, not a dull moment. I did not expect. Oh, actually, what happened on that last Cleveland Browns drive before they gave the ball back to Lamar Jackson? Was there a mistake? I think I feel like there was a mistake uh, made I, I on that remember. last drive. I, I was. I was. I was just. You know, so into the game. I, I feel I, I, like I feel like the I feel like the Ravens got the ball back at the very end on that last drive, somewhere around the thirty-five or forty-yard line. So for some reason, they had really good field position on that last drive. Well, I think no, McSorley actually drove him down uh, the field a little bit right there um, until he. Oh, got, was it? He yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, McSorley didn't play he, that bad. No, oh, yeah, he actually, actually, McSorley he, got he knocked drove, out of the game. Yeah, he got he got knocked out, and then that's why Lamar Jackson had to get off the porta potty and run back into yeah, the game. Yeah, he was very clear, pulling up his pants. He was very clear that it was not. He did not have to get off the field to poop, <laughs> as they said on the broadcast. I'm not sure why they announced that on the. And first of all, and why don't they have a place for these guys to take a shit on the sideline? I, I, I mean, it's a long game. I mean, sixty it, minutes. It, I mean, how many times have we taken a piss already? Half, it's three and a half hour game, yeah. right? I mean, I mean, I know these. They have little, you know, contraptions set up so they can take a leak during the game. Do they? Really? But yeah, but they should. I mean, they have like you know, you hide the guys, or they have like you know, you go in the blue tent. Uh-huh. Uh But they really should have like not porta potties, not like you know, Andy Gump porta potties on the side of the Why freeway. Not? But they should have something out there. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have to run all the way back to the locker room. There's 53 guys. Someone's gonna have to take a shit. Yeah, there should a game. be a new addition to these new stadiums. Oh, they probably have yeah. it in SoFi. Maybe like a little hole. They probably have. They like, probably have like a like a little squat yeah, yeah, toilet. Yeah. Like a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you just kind of squat over it. You know, it's SoFi. They probably have like a doctor on duty, in, inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah. You know, off camera. Yeah, like, oh, there's Lamar Jackson taking a dump on the but side. This was. I mean, it was a disappointing outcome for me. For let's, you, let's yes. put it that way. For you, yes, I mean, because I was hoping the Ravens, you know, would potentially fall out of playoff contention entirely. The Browns are already in, mm-hmm. but this was. A, I mean, it was a fun game. But look yeah. at that ninety or was that. 89 points scored in the game. 
Who's going to take the over under of <laughs> of eighty five points in this game? Uh, but that was an, it was definitely the, the most exciting game. I mean, yeah. I, I heard some people talking about this sort of a game, one of the games of the decade, one of the top five games oh, of the decade. I don't know about that. I wouldn't go that if far. It was the playoffs, maybe, but it's not the playoffs. It's just a regular season yeah. game. Uh, but I mean, the fact that the Browns were involved in exciting in an exciting game. That is amazing. And when Mayfield, and when he threw that touchdown to go ahead, slammed the ball off the back of the yep. stadium, I well, thought, Lamar, okay, Lamar it's Jackson over. Is, Lamar Jackson did the same thing earlier in the in the game. He he bounced it off of the back of you know the 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 stadium like wall, wall right there, and 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 caught it, and you know. Baker Mayfield did the same exact thing. And honestly, they're going to have to work that into his commercial somehow. If, you know, if McSorley had had to stay in the game, probably yeah. wouldn't have won it. But what, what, there was so much time left mm-hmm. after Mayfield hit that touchdown. I, you know, the way they moved the ball down, I actually thought they should have thrown a couple of running plays in that last drive, at least to try to run some clock off. Mm-hmm. I mean, they moved down, they scored that last touchdown, the, the Browns scored that last touchdown so quickly, mm-hmm. they left them a lot of time on the clock. Yep. Uh, next up, we got a couple games to do. Oh, wait, it wasn't today. No, that was the, well, the Chargers and the Raiders. Not today, but the Bills, Broncos, Panthers, and Packers were today. But let's talk about the Chargers and Raiders. Yeah, Chargers at the Raiders. The game where both teams tried to give the game away. As they always the Chargers do. Chargers prevailed. The hapless Chargers versus the hapless Raiders. 30 to 27. Chargers go to 5 and 9. Raiders fall to, or fall to 7 and 7. Justin Herbert, 22 of 32 for 314 and two. Count them. Two touchdowns. Justin Herbert with a touchdown on the ground. Kevin Balage with a touchdown on the ground. Hunter Henry, of course, with a touchdown through the air, as well as Tyron Johnson. But Marcus Mariota coming in for the injured Derek Carr, 17 of 28 for 226, one count it, one touchdown, one pick in the game. Mariota with a touchdown on the ground. Jacobs with a touchdown on the ground. And Darren Waller, of course, with a touchdown through the air. But what do you say about the Marcus Mariota-led Raiders? Actually, Marcus Mariota, he he played well. Mariota played well, and uh, I think he's going to find a home with a different team maybe in the offseason. Uh, I'm not sure what his contract situation is right now, but I'm you know he did play well enough to uh, you know to make some other teams excited. Um, but the Raiders, I think this was the nail in the coffin for the Raiders. I mean they they really needed to no win chance. this game. They were on the goal line and failed to score in overtime. And um, you know the Chargers, Herbert with that huge throw, a couple of huge throws down the field uh, with the win. I mean the kid is amazing. But for the Raiders, this is a huge fail for yeah. them. Marcus Mariota, another quarterback that the Steelers could have on their <laughs> roster instead of Mason Rudolph. Uh, but these two teams are poorly coached, poorly run, poorly staffed. And, you know, the Raiders really should have won this game. Yeah. Yeah. They, should, they should have. Yeah. But they did not. They did not. But Justin Herbert, you know, let's just hope he gets a better shake in his career long term mm-hmm. than his predecessor, Philip Rivers, got from that ownership group. Get Anthony Lynn out of there, and let's get a real coaching staff yeah. in Los Angeles. So maybe we can bring the Lombardi back to L.A. No, <laughs> not with the Rams. No, not with the Chargers. Or not with the Chargers. <laughs> we got two games today. Not much to talk about. Bills, Bills 48, crushing the Broncos. Blowing them out. I yeah. mean, what do you think? I mean, the, the, the Broncos put up a little bit of a fight early. Yeah, but. Uh, kicker from. Apparently they just picked him up at the Seven Eleven at before game time. Hey, how would you like to kick for the <laughs> missed a bunch for of the Broncos, huh? Bunch of field goals, bunch of extra points in the game. But uh, it wouldn't have made a difference. At 48, 19, 
but the Bills just put an ass whooping on them. Yeah. Just like they did against the Steelers. Yeah. Well, it's a little <laughs> bit bigger of an ass whooping here. I know. And, but Josh uh, Allen is for real, and Buffalo is on fire. They are on fire right now. They, there was that little lull in the middle of the season where they, yep. you, you were kind of guessing how good this team is, but then they, they've they really turned it on these last few weeks. But right now, they're right behind the Chiefs. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on the Chiefs. That would be a fun game to watch. Head-to-head against the Bills right now. That'd be a fun game I wouldn't put the mortgage on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Panthers at Packers. The Packers 24, Panthers 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I mean, it was not as close as the score would give you. Uh, Packers go to 11-3. and Panthers go to 4-10. and But A-A-Ron, 20-29 for 143. One touchdown in and the game. And one on the ground. They have one, yeah. I Don't mean, forget that, did, Ben. Did you see that play? Don't forget. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, it was wide uh, open. It was wide he just open. Walked right into he the just, end zone. And he just he stopped the yard in. He's yeah. like, "Oh, let me just do my, you know, discount, <laughs> discount, double, check. double check." Thirty-eight year old touchdown <laughs> he's, celebration. He's not, he's not thirty-eight. He's yet. thirty-seven and a half. He's, he's, he's like uh, thirty-six. You no, know, he's, you know, he's, he's going backwards in age for me. Ben, I think right? he's thirty-eight. <laughs> I think he might he's be like about a fine. Aaron Rodgers is a fine wine. All right, he gets better with age. Fuck yeah, Jordan Love. You just never open it. <laughs> because if you open it, it will fail. Yeah. Uh, you know, one t- really? one Super Bowl, one Super Bowl all championship right, for Aaron Rodgers. Right, right. But who did he beat? Uh, yeah, he beat the Steelers. <laughs> you know, but anybody, you talk shit. but everybody can beat the Steelers this year, apparently. Uh, but what do you think about the Packers going eleven and three? They're in first place. They're in first place. They got the buy. Yep, yep. They have the buy, and uh, you know, I I still. I don't know if they're the best team in the NFC right now. I'm not sure who could I mean, be who could possibly be better. I mean the the Saints if Breeze returns. I still believe in the Bucks and you have the Rams out there too. The Rams look very good. I'd probably put the Rams above the Saints right now. And then with a banged up you just Drew Brees. never know where you can get from Russell Wilson in the playoffs with the Seahawks. So Oh, I can't believe it. I mean, I didn't even think about the yeah. Seahawks. That's yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> As Sonya's husband, that's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the Seahawks are not playing as well. Well, we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah. How well. I would put it past them. Because they should win this game. Mm-hmm. Washington is playing very, very well. It wouldn't be, you know, embarrassing at all to win this game against the, the Washington football team by three, you know, or four or five points. But they should win that game. All right, Brian, anything, anything else to add about the Panthers and nope. the Green Bay Packers? Nope. All right, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, our week 15 picks and your betting lines. Oh, Franny, what do you think about the season so far? Uh, I can't believe it's already this far in the season. <laughs> that's, I, I can't that's believe it. I can't believe it, Ben. I mean, it's it's pretty shocking that the, I mean, the twists and turns that we've seen this season so far, mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually pretty shocked by what I'm seeing. I didn't expect the Packers to be as high as they are. I did certainly not expect the Seahawks to be as low as they are. I thought they would run away with that division. Yep. I know I bet in Arizona, but I really thought they would run away with that division. Yep. And I wouldn't have expected the Eagles to be as terrible as, as they are. Te- well, I would say terrible, Ter- but terrible. As, as less than functional yeah. as they are. <laughs> uh, but this week, Frane. Houston Texans at the Colts. Mm-hmm. The Colts giving away seven points at home yeah. over under 51. Uh, I'd say this Colts winning by more than seven in this one. Uh, I mean, I was very disappointed with the way the Texans played last weekend. 
their 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 season is pretty much finished, and uh, you can see it in the players and uh, the way they played this past weekend. I mean, it's, it's it was it was it was pretty embarrassing for them. So I see the Colts winning by more than seven over under. I, I don't even know if the Colts need to score that many points in this one. Yeah, I mean, I would in this game. I would actually. I agree with Franny. I would take the Colts minus seventy over under. If anything, I would take the under because mm-hmm. I don't think the I don't think the Texans are going to be able to put up that many points against this Colts defense. So I'm predicting maybe something like twenty five to seventeen, somewhere in that range, twenty eight to seventeen. Yeah. Next up, Detroit Lions at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I see Tennessee. No line. Tennessee winning this one all the way. Matthew Stafford might play. He might not play. I guess that's why there's probably no line in the game. Uh, but I would take the Titans in this game. Unfortunately, Derrick Henry's going to have another big game against that Detroit defense. Next up, Jets. 17. New York Jets at LA Rams. <laughs> the Jets. Oh, my God. The Rams are favored by 17. 1-7. The over-under is 43.5. Essentially, they're and saying the Jets aren't going to score I any can, points. I, I can see it happening in this one. I say Rams all the way, and they're going to win easily. I mean, start Flacco. Yeah. Maybe you get maybe you get a little spark from Jalen Hurts <laughs> in New York. Maybe you get a little spark from Flacco. Uh, I would take the Rams minus 17 along with the over push the over down six push the la rams down to minus 11 that would be my bet on that game uh buccaneers at falcons the buccaneers on the road minus 6.5 over under 49 your falcons you know you want to pick them you know they think they have a chance they have a chance Agents. But I think the Bucks will win. And I think it's 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 it'll be around seven points. I would uh I would say the Bucks winning by seven and the over under. I'd say over forty nine. That's interesting. I mean, I just I, I I don't have a lot of faith in the Falcons offense. But the Buccaneers, I mean, the reality is the Buccaneers should win this game by 13, 14 points. They should. They should. With so, the talent. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to take the Buccaneers minus 6.5. This is the week the Buccaneers are going to right the ship, as I said earlier, and finish off the Falcons. Next up, oh, a divisional game. The Patriots at the Dolphins. Dolphins favored over the Patriots minus one over under 41. Frane, what do you think about the Miami, the fish favored? Over Bill Belichick's flailing Patriots, the Redcoats are coming. Ah, uh, this this is a tough one. This is actually a tough game. I mean, the Patriots have not performed to levels that we've been accustomed to for the past twenty years. Um, that's that's still it's a division game, and it's always a tough one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd see the Dolphins winning by at least three in this one. Interesting. Okay. I am going to take the Pats on the money line plus 107. The Pats are going to win this game outright. Next up, oh, Seattle Seahawks at the Washington football team. The Seattle Seahawks favored by six and a half over under 43.5. That's a big I, I line hope, for the Seahawks. I hope the Seahawks win this one. That's a big line for I the Seahawks. I hope they do, and I think they will. The Seahawks by at least seven. Ooh, the Seahawks by at least seven. Yep. Whoo, playing in Washington. I think the Seahawks are going to win this game by three. I'm going to take Washington plus 
I think I think it's gonna be close. Uh, next up, Bears at your Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk motherfucking cousins. <laughs> Kirk motherfucking cousins getting or giving away three points. Uh, Vikings minus three over under forty seven. Bears been playing well. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky's been playing well. The Viking season is over. I'm not sure. I, mean, this, <laughs> I still see the Vikings way. The Vikings are. I, I think the Vikings are still going to win this game. Interesting. I'm going to take the Bears on the money they're line still, plus one thirty seven. They're still there. I mean, the Vikings can still potentially make the playoffs. I think. I think. I think they're going to be fighting for their lives in this one. I think they're going to win. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears plus one thirty seven to win this game outright. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens favored by 13. Yep. I'd say Ravens all the way. Over under 48. Ravens all the way and over under... By 13? Uh, I could see them winning by around that margin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What about the over under? <laughs> that I'm not sure. That's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to take a teaser on this. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens and the under... Take the under up to 54. Take the minus 13 down to minus 7. Next up, Cleveland Browns at New York. G-Men. The Browns only favored by 6.5 over under 44. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty, given how well the, the Browns are playing. Mm-hmm. I'd say Browns. Against your G-Men. Browns winning by at least 10. Browns by 10? By what, 10. Against Colt McCoy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what do you think, Ben? I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm actually gonna take the Giants plus six point five. I think. I think it's gonna be closer than that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Eagles at Cardinals. The Eagles favored by six and a half over under forty nine point five, or uh, getting six and a half mm-hmm. over under forty nine point five against the Cardinals in the desert. You gotta make, win this game. I, I, we, it's a must Eagles, win game. The Eagles must win this game. Like must win. I'm just not very positive right now. About the Eagles. Um, I'm not going to make any predictions. I don't know. I'm going to take the Eagles on the money line plus 251. Two and a half times your money. The Eagles are going to win this game. Jalen Hurts is going to throw for 260 yards. One touchdown through the air. One touchdown on the ground. Miles Sanders with a touchdown on the ground as well. All right. All right. I hope so, Ben. Next up, Kansas City Chiefs at the New Orleans Saints with potentially Drew Brees playing in this game. The Saints, ooh, Saints getting two and a half points over under 52.5. What do you think about that? I actually think that line is tasty. Yeah. I think I think the Saints are going to win, or I think the Chiefs are going to win by more uh, than 2.5. You know, you know I, I, I think they will, and I'm going to take the over uh, 52 and a half. Ooh, yeah. I actually agree with Franny. I think the Saints are going to, or the Chiefs are going to win this game potentially yeah. by 10, and I will take the over as well. The Saints have no chance in this game. Uh, next up, Niners at Cow- uh, your Cowboys. The San Francisco 49ers minus three over under 45.5. Look at that. It's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a close game. Um, They're playing in Arlington. Yeah, they are. Because Dallas uh, isn't big enough for a stadium, apparently. <laughs> I think uh, I think the Dallas I think Dallas Cowboys will win this one. Uh, I'm going to take the Niners. Niners. I'm going to take the Niners minus three. And I'm gonna take under forty five point five. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, next up? Steelers Ooh. at Bengals. Steelers favored by thirteen and, they should and be. a half over under forty. I think the, I, I'll take the over. 
That's saying the Bengals ain't going to score no points. <laughs> exactly. I think uh, uh, Steelers over 40, and I think they will win. I don't know about, you know, 14 points approximately. I, I would say with 10 points. Approximately. Yeah. <laughs> what is 13 and a half yes. approximately can you, 14? Can you give me the tangent of the line on this game, please? <laughs> approximately 14 points. Sign, cosine, tangent. That's all I remember from trigonometry. So one of those three things must be accurate. Uh, I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Bengals plus 13.5. Steelers are going to win, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Yeah, I, I would say with about 10 points. I think yeah. it's, it should be a 10-point win, at least. Yeah. I mean, at Steelers least. should blow them if out. If it's not, then you've got to worry, Ben. Yeah, well, I already have to worry. Yeah. <laughs> I already have to worry. All right, those are the games for the week, Friday. What do you think going into week 15? I'm hoping the, the Eagles win. I'm hoping the Eagles win. I'm hoping, uh, you know. Yeah, you were so down the on the Eagles earlier in the season. I still am. No I hope, still, no prayers. There still, still but Jalen Hurts, has, he's walked into the he's pulpit. He's rejuvenated. He's, he's got the choir singing. <laughs> Everybody is on their feet just screaming that the Eagles have a chance in Philadelphia. Maybe. Maybe they do. I mean, they're a rejuvenated team, and I'm hoping they win. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Washington loses, and they move just a step closer to the playoffs. Yeah, it's pretty pathetic, actually, because now that the Eagles are finally pulling it together, the Washington football team of all the teams in the division is finally playing well. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm not I'm not mad at them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our shot of the week. We don't have a name yet, though. Yes, we, we're we, gonna, we said we would name it. We haven't named it. And we are going to name it on the break, and we're going to be right back with our all shot right. of the week and the drinking portion of the show. All right, and we are back with our drinking portion of the show. Finally, we have our shot of the week, which we have dubbed the Old Saint Nick Foles, in honor of Christmas and also in honor of the Eagles' one-game <laughs> resurgence. Well, another quarterback coming in to exactly. bail out Carson Wentz <laughs> and take the Eagles well, into the playoffs. Foles, I mean, Foles did sort of bail Wentz out and and win a Super Bowl, but. Wentz did oh, get that injured. He, he got injured that season, whereas this season he, oh, so he bailed the Eagles he's, out. He's injured between the ears. It's it's, yeah. it's his mental health <laughs> yeah. that has been injured for uh, for the Eagles, I guess. Um, but you know, that, I think it's an appropriate name. You know, it's 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 a Christmas shot. It is uh, inspired by Santa Claus, and uh, you know, I think the name is appropriate. Ben, what do you think? I think it is as well. I mean, it took all of you know thirty seconds to figure that out. Usually, it takes a little bit longer to figure out these names. Uh, but the uh, shot tonight was concocted using grenadine, ooh, grenadine. layered ooh. on top, or white chocolate liqueur, like layered right on top of that, and then right on top of that we have Kahlua. And uh, Ben, I know you don't like these very sweet shots, and there's also whipped cream on here and some sprinkles as well. Also, some uh, <laughs> some honey, some corn syrup. I'm sure there's corn syrup somewhere some in the grenadine. I wouldn't put it past the grenadine. And let me grab your shot right there. I remember ben. There I used to are. drink the grenadine behind my 
my uncle's bar when I was a kid. That's all they left there was like the grenadine and the roses lime juice. And we're all like, oh my God, let's go behind the bar and drink some of that. And we thought we were drinking, but it was just straight up sugar. Yeah, grenadine is pretty much straight up sugar. That's why everything sits on top of grenadine. Just like in this shot, everything is layered. It's a beautiful shot, though. It is a really nice shot. You can find it on our Instagram and on our Twitter, on Instagram at Thirst and, and on Twitter at Goal Thirst. And uh, Ben posts everything that I take pictures of. Unfortunately, I don't post everything well, occasionally. every week. Occasionally, I do. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. I'm, I, I've, I've been lacking no, in no, posting. No, no, no. I, I have been. I have to. I, I, I apologize. No, this is. Uh, I'm hoping that a lot of new listeners tuned into this particular show because this is, you know, this is one of the more fun shows we've had yeah, in a long time. I it's think the, so. It's the holidays. We're having a good time, and not a lot of people are. You know, these, this yeah. holiday season, you know, it, it's been a terrible year for everybody. But uh, if we could bring some joy to everybody out there, we're happy to do so. Yeah. I mean, this is not the Pick 6 podcast. It's not the Around the NFL podcast. It's not the Ringer podcast. This is not one of those more boring podcasts. We want to give you all the information you need yeah. to be an NFL fan, Just but have also fun. have a good time. And we do record this podcast, like we mentioned, outdoors. What's the temperature right now, Frank? Right now, it is, uh, it is 46 degrees uh, right now, so we do record this podcast outside where football should be played and podcasts should be recorded. Absolutely. Right? And everyone in Buffalo is telling us to shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> 46. Snowing. Like, like you said, Ben, in, yeah. in, in your old neck of the woods in New York. Yeah, my mom snowing. got a foot and a half. And yeah, I mean, you showed me a picture and that is a lot of snow. I've never been in snow. I've never touched snow in my life and I don't want to. But once this you touch enough. it, once you live in it. And I want to, I want to, I want to escape from it. If That's, you, if you, we lived in a town that gets a lot of snow, like in the East Coast, and you walked at 1130 midnight, one o'clock in the morning, the first, you know, when you get like a foot and a half of snow and no cars are on the road nope, nope. and the stars are in the sky and all you see is white snow falling and no sounds around you. All you see and hear nope. are the sounds of nature. You would. You would change your mind. Now, I wish right now it was 80 degrees right now. I wish it was 80 degrees. I don't disagree because there's no snow. I, I wish it was 80 degrees and I could be wearing a t-shirt, Ben, and you could be showing off your muscles that you've been working on for the past year or so. And uh, I, I, I do not, I, I don't like cold weather. I, you don't know I, it, though. You don't know whether you're not, you cold, like it. It's 46 degrees and I'm cold. I'm not, I have my hoodie on, I have multiple layers on, and I am cold. Without the snow, it's kind of annoying. I will agree yeah. with that. Well, it's, but, it's annoying either way. Yeah, but with the but, snow, you would love it. It keeps our shots chilled on the table, unlike For sure, it, in the summer. I think it's like completely almost frozen. No, it's, it's it's moving. It's moving. It's moving. It's jingling. Let's give baby. it a shot. I'm sure All this right. is gonna be a very sweet, tasty shot, Ben. Cheers All to right, you. Let's do it. Ah, lipid panel. Hmm. That's good. It tastes like Christmas. It actually does. It does. If you hold it in your mouth a little bit, that lasts. I think if there's a, just a little bit of cinnamon in there, be perfect. Oh, that's really... What was that? Grenadine? I mean, it's got that nice... The white chocolate liqueur gives it nice creaminess, and then that Kahlua... That's oh, really nice. That nice richness to it, too. That is a very nice... That is a good shot. That is a good... That See? I mean, that's, a, hang, shots, that's a hangover shot right sweet there. Sweet shots can be good, Ben. It doesn't have to be spicy shots. Oh, for sure. All the time with the heen on the rim every week. Sensing I'm going to drink about two gallons of water tomorrow. But next week or this week, tomorrow, if uh, the Steelers win, then we're doing a spicy shot next week. We're just going to go back to the spicy ones because we've had a couple of sweet ones. If they beat the Bengals. 
They better beat the Bengals. We shall see. I'm not as optimistic <laughs> as I should as be. As you were two weeks ago. Well, considering we, we can't run the ball against even bad yeah, teams. But I mean the Bengals. Come yeah. on. I mean if it was if it was Joe Burrow, I'd be worried, but there's no Joe Burrow. Franny, where would you rate this shot on our Thursday goal rating scale of zero being the worst shot on the universe mm. or in the universe? You know, as uh ten being the best. You know, being a Christmas shot, I think it does the job. You know, it 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 really does taste like the holidays. I would give this a nine. Yeah, you get the creaminess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get the sweetness and, just, and the and the Christmassy taste of the grenadine. I would just add a little bit of cinnamon to it. Yeah, maybe just a little of cinnamon. I mean, I, I think cinnamon. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, just and, but and, even as is, it, it it does have all. It has the the sweet, like a little bit of the ginger, creamy gingerbreadiness. Yeah, to it, you know. But but that sweet grenadine flavor along mm-hmm. with the Kahlua. And what else is in there? The white chocolate liqueur. Oh, the white. I mean, it just it has that nice Christmassy feel. It feels like yeah. uh, I went to William Sonoma <laughs> and I got some of the bark and I added a little sweet grenadine to it. And that it just it, I think it has all of that. Where would you rate it, Ben? I give it a nine. You give it up. Yeah, I'd give it a nine. Nine to it. It's yeah. way up there. I mean, yeah. it, that's, you that's know, good. I mean, it's it's not, it's, it goes it's down. It's not out of a jalapeno. goes which, down easily. And uh, there's definitely some alcohol in there. I mean, that, and that was the. Kahlua, it was a stronger Kahlua. I forget what it's called. I think it's like the nighttime or something. I don't know what, what it's called, but it, it's like a it's like a darker, um, higher alcohol content Kahlua. And uh, that's what we added to that. And I think that that sort of added to the yeah, shot sure. as well because it gave it a little bit of that, just a slight bite, a little bit of bite at the end. Yeah. All right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. Our mouths were salivating last week when I brought this over. When We ha- we haven't tried it, and I'm so excited to try it. It is an Isla single malt scotch whiskey from Bunahaben. And Ben, I'm sure you have some information from yes, us. Yes, this is the Bunahaben Stewarder. It means helmsman in Scots, in Gaelic. It's the latest member of the Bunhaben crew. With a brackish coastal tinge, this sherried malt will transport you to Bunhaben Bay. With a smattering of sea spray and dried fruit lingering on your lips, it means helmsman. Uh, this is the first Bunhaben limited edition to pay homage to the Bunhaben helmsman who adorns every bottle. But their helmsman is no more icon. He is a reminder of their origins, a link to their past, a symbol of their enduring appreciation of the sea by which they are surrounded. To create this stewardor, our their senior blender has selected their first and second fill sherry casks with a spirit of varying ages and warehouse locations to construct a dram that truly expresses the coastal nature of the Bunhaben single malt whiskey. Whilst not losing the sherry influence everyone knows and loves from the famous 12-year-old. This is the color is amber gold. The nose is dried fruit and creamy caramel with hints of brine, vanilla, nuts, and a touch of spice. He's not excited, Ben. Oh, I can't wait. The oh palate, it's a creamy mouthfeel with dried fruit influence sea salt around Scotland. The creamy caramel with hints of nuts and a gentle spice. The finish is long and lingering and layering with hints of dried fruits. Franny, what made you pick this particular 
Uh, I mean, you know, obviously I, I know... I mean, I've seen this on the shelf multiple times. The Buna Benin. But, I mean, there's just so many other offerings out there that I would just reach for first. Like the... Like the was it too many letters on the bottle? I I, I think that, that kind of scared me. That, that, that scared me. A, <laughs> that scared me a little bit. But you know, you know, the Lefroig and the Lagavulins of the world. I mean, those are just the more well-known. Oh, that Lagavulin sixteen was so good. And the Ardbeg, the five and the ten, and and all of their offerings. I you know, I, I just reach for those before or first before I would grab this one. I don't, I don't know. I just it's just I, I I guess I've grabbed everything off the shelf except for this. And so I just figured, you know what? Let's give this one a shot because there is a lot of N's and H's. And yeah, I mean, it's, and, it's, it's and, hard to pronounce for some reason. You know, Sonia is always getting angry because we have so many bottles in our studio, but the 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 PD Islay scotches never last that long. Ultimately, no, well, I will finish them. You do drink a lot of these, Ben. I mean, I'm sure this will be your post podcast production. Scotch. I mean, you sit here and you do edit it, and you you know you put it out there for the world to hear, and you need something to drink, and it's usually an Isla. Yeah, it's some one of the Islas that we have. If it's not this one, it's something else, and if it's those something else that you finish off, it will be this one next. And then you know we have to sort of you know just get new ones every every so often, so you yeah. have something to drink after. The podcast. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I encourage everyone out there to do the same. I mean, if you have a large collection of scotches, bourbons, rye in your your home, your apartment, your condo, and you're wondering what you should buy, what you should drink, think about what doesn't last very long <laughs> in your house or what you end up finishing. And, and, and rather than trying to be someone that you're not, you know. And you you thoroughly enjoy these though, Ben. Oh, I, I love mean, the you, you love these. I love I mean, these. You do. You do. I, I mean, I mean the Arbeg, uh, the Cory Vecken, I think, or which oh, are, yeah, is almost Reckon. gone. Yeah, that one's pretty much gone. The five the the five year is almost gone. We don't have any more of the ten year. The Uguidal. The Port that Charlotte is gone. The Port Charlotte is the gone. The Lagavulin is gone. Well, Ben, there's me more Port Charlotte. Ooh, is coming. the Lagavulin gone? I think so. The Port Charlotte is. There's gonna be more Port Charlotte. For your Christmas gift. Yes. There will be more Port Charlotte <laughs> Port coming Charlotte. to you. I love that Port this Charlotte. This Christmas. And thank you in advance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the, the Lefroig is gone. Everything. All, you know, pretty I mean, much all the Islas are, are, are gone. We have some peaty uh, drinks in there. They're not Isla scotches. They're just peaty whiskeys that we do have in there. And and actually next week. And if we could organize it better, they'd probably be other ones that were gone. And next week we actually have a Japanese Ooh, uh, yeah. whiskey. What are we tasting it next week? The Mancho Peated Pure Malt Whiskey. And with the, with the Japanese, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the Japanese whiskeys, I know they're sort of popular right now. Well, your jacket's they're, not they're, plaid and your beard is not long enough. Yeah, they're they're just soft. There's not much yeah, flavor not, to not them. So I am excited to try this one. This one is a peated Japanese whiskey. So I'm very excited to try that. The bottle is sealed. We have not tried it. We're not going to try it until next week. And I am so excited for that. And that'll be the day after. Day after Christmas? I think. Yeah, right? Christmas is Friday? Friday, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to celebrate Christmas Japanese style next week. That'll be awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was, you know, looking at, you know, I, I have a lot of blogs and, and YouTube channels that I subscribe to that I look at for these whiskey reviews, especially the Isla Whiskey, Isla whiskey reviews. And the the Bunhaben has been up there mm-hmm. on a lot of these channels. They have a, a large line. So I'm hoping 
uh, that this will be the beginning of a different sort of line of of Eileys that we'll taste. We'll taste this one. We'll taste some other ones in their line. Mm-hmm. But this one comes highly rated. Uh, does, most yeah. of these come highly rated. I think they have a 18 or a 20 12, plus 12, year. 12 and 18, yeah. That yeah. come, that, that, that most folks put up, you know, in their top five mm-hmm. Eileys of all time. Let's give this shot, Bennett. Cheers to you. Let's uh, let's see what we get on the nose. I mean, the color is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's got a nice amber gold color. A little bit darker than um, than some of the other. Oh yeah. I've tried much much darker, especially the Arbeck. Oh, that's a good one. That's a nice smell right there. Oh, I get the peat. I get the salt water. There's a nice bit of fruitiness to it. Stone fruit. Oh, you don't say. I do say. <laughs> so, I, so, I could give him some I could give him some grape juice and be like, oh, there's some stone fruit in there. <laughs> that grape juice. I'm, that, getting, a, I'm, get, I'm getting a little bit that of that. Manischewitz has a little bit of stone fruit in there. Ooh, you get this nice there's a nice bit of smokiness in there too. But I, I get the smoke, the peat, I get I mean the salt, mm. I get I get the salt water right on my nose. Oh man, that smells that nice. smells really good. That's a nice smelling Isla right there. That's a bunhaben. That's a nice stench. Cheers to you, Ben. All right, let's do it. Let's see how this thing tastes. Oh, ooh, that's good. This, I like I like the little I like the spice on the finish. Ooh, that's nice. There's a nice bit of spice. It's got a sweetness, almost a chocolate or a caramel. There's a nice, there's a nice creaminess that really coats your mouth with this one. Much more so than most of the eyelids. Most eyelids do not give you that creaminess. They, I mean, it punches you. Port it gives Charlotte? you the, Does. oh, the port, but well, port yeah. Charlotte gives you everything. Yeah. Everything. I mean, mm. personally, from Ben's perspective, Port Charlotte heavily peated probably for your bang for your buck. Probably the best Isla I've had from, from my perspective. There's a nice personally. bit of peatiness and just a little bit of, of uh, harshness that fits that hits you on the front of the tongue but then it finishes smooth with that nice little bit of spice there's some oh, fruitiness man, but to it's it. got a lot in there oh yeah there's that's, a lot going on there i yeah i could drink this whole bottle i mean that's 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 some good stuff right that's good i like that it has a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, it's got it the really creaminess comes, of a bourbon almost. Keeps you coming back for more. Of a nice sweet bourbon. It's got, you know, the fruit. It's got the the a little bit of a salty on the finish. Mm. It's got a little bit of a salty on the back of your tongue. You get the salt. Mm. But the smokiness, the peatiness is obviously in the four. That's oh nice. wow, that's good. I don't get the nuts. I wish I was getting a little bit more of the nuttiness, but I don't get it. Well, <laughs> I don't need it personally. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting like too much of that nuttiness, but just the, the right amount of peatiness, just a little bit of smoke on the finish, a little bit of spice on the back of your throat. I think it's, they're selling themselves short too. I don't think the spice is gentle. I think the spice is. It's, there's a it, nice bit of spice in, on yeah. there. You know, there, there's there's there's. Uh, more spice than you might get from other Islas. That there's, I, I like that finish. It wow. just pinches. It sort of just pinches the back. There's like a peppery pinch yeah. at the back of your throat, which is really nice. I can't wait to go. I mean, add this to the list. 
Scotland. Ardbeg. Lagavulin. Bunahaben. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe. Well, yeah, Port like Charlotte. Just rent, rent a Vauxhall. Yeah. What's just, a Vauxhall? It's, I think it's a British car. A British car? <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty of them um, on, on that island. Um, but just, you know, rent a Vauxhall. And I mean, just, I feel like the entire island should just be either distilleries or warehouses. Yeah, pretty much. I don't think there's anybody living there. I think it's all robots. I, I mean, they show the beautiful scenery, but, I, I, you know, I see advertisements for, you know, Glenn Levitt 12 during the, you know, during huge games, yeah. during huge sporting events. And I'm like, well, how this is a tiny. I mean, the, I mean, just to think if you advertise it, you have to supply it. So you have to have it in every liquor store, it, every major liquor store in every city, in every country on Earth, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm hmm. So where is the space on Scotland? Where are they storing this and aging this? Underground. <laughs> because all the pictures I see, it's beautiful goats and, you know, fields and everyone's, you know, happy. They're, you know, but they must be storing this somewhere. They have to age this for 12 mm-hmm. years, 14 years, 18 years, 25 years. Yeah, this doesn't really have an age profile, though. It's a 12, I think. Is, is, is it? I don't know if it's a 12. I mean, it doesn't say on the bottle. So I'm, I'm not sure. How much the- was it? Uh, it's about fifty dollars for 12. it's a twelve for uh for this particular offering. I think it's about twelve. I don't know. It doesn't I say. Believe. It doesn't say. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not sure how long. Wait and wait. Whilst not losing the sherry influence, everyone knows and loves in the famous twelve-year-old. But I'm not sure if this one was aged twelve years. I'm not sure. It could be less, but um, maybe that's maybe that's why it has a little bit of that harshness to it. Maybe that 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 nice little bit of pinch, that little punch that it has. Maybe that's because it hasn't been aged twelve years, but maybe maybe pretty close to it. But yeah, it's, it's a very very good offering. I I mean, we like pretty much all of the islands that we've tried so far. Um, but what would you rate this, Ben, on our thirsty yeah? That goal eighteen is supposed to be really rating good. scale. Uh, zero to 10, maybe a one. <laughs> I, I'm going to give this a nine. Uh, yeah. You know what? Uh, this one, hmm. I would also give it a nine as well. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's not a perfect 10, but it's pretty damn close. I mean, this is an enjoyable sipper. I mean, it just really keeps you coming back for more. I mean, it, it is, it has its complexities and, um, you know, you just want to take sip after sip to see what else, what other flavors come through. I mean, it is it is a very interesting scotch. Yeah, we're gonna try more of these as we go through. I mean, we tried the the Glen Flark Lead Farkless. What was it? The twenty twenty one one. But I'm learning this not. I mean, with with very few scotches, is there a just a big enough difference between you know the twelve and like the twenty five or the or the twenty one or the eighteen to tell it? I mean. We say nine, you know, you give it a nine, I give it a nine. I, mm-hmm. I would be shocked if we got that 25-year-old mm-hmm. Haben and it was that light years better, better yeah. than this. Yeah. Or maybe we just haven't had enough scotch in our life. Although we, we, we've... we've well, had, 300, yeah. three $400 bottles are not something we yeah. buy on a regular basis. Yeah, no. no that but. was episode 100. <laughs> so, you know, there, it was a special occasion. We'll get there. <laughs> but no, this is a very enjoyable scotch. That, that is very good. I love it. 
All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week from Alagash. It is their river trip, and everything that we've had from Alagash has been fantastic. All right, hold tight, everybody. We'll be right back with our beer review of the week. All right, we are back with our beer of the week once again from Aligash, Ben and uh, Aligash. Everything we've tried, all of their offerings have been spectacular. And not only have their beers been good, but they've been good to us, Ben. They yes. sent us some swag. swag. They sent us some uh, some caps, some glasses, uh well some beers. Some caps? Some, some beer glasses at least. <laughs> <laughs> some caps? Yeah, some some caps that you put on. You know, oh, you like mean a hat? Hat, you know, yeah. a, a baseball cap, yeah. man. Come <laughs> on. Okay, okay. And then oh, and, uh, some some extra, extra, <laughs> read all about it. Roosevelt's calling the end of the war. You know what? Whatever, man. All right, take it away. It's the Oligosh River Trip. I'm sure you have some information for us. Well, but do you have your cap? I have my cap on. <laughs> but Franny is too That's proud. He's... he's too proud to wear a hat. Like I have a hat. I wear my hoodie. I have a cap that I well a cap. I have a hat that I put on, like a, a beanie that I put on. Usually when it gets this cold, but Franny has he's got his hoodie wrapped around you his have head. A beanie. You have up. a cap, you have a beanie on. A cap. It's a cap, man. Baseball cap. All right, newsies. <laughs> what do you call? What do you call a baseball cap? A hat, like a baseball hat, like a baseball a, cap. Yeah. It's a, they're caps. A cap. They okay. cap your head. I guess. I guess a cap. All right, Friday, I think he's. I think I've offended him. So we'll see you in two weeks and for episode one hundred four. After man we've gets gone, offended. you get offended very easily. After though. we've after we've <laughs> gone to after we've gone. We to, still say we still like when I said. Can we move on? You still talk. That was like 25 yeah. weeks ago. You uh, still can't like yeah, go but That was just funny. Yeah, I know, but you were offended. Uh, no, me. I wasn't. You probably I, shed some tears. I, I did. <laughs> I, I cried on Sonia's shoulder and she told me that I should just get over it. And, you should. And you move should. on because the, the larger, you know, mission of the podcast <laughs> is more important than my feelings. That was what she told me. And she was probably right. That's uh, always right, Ben. But my my feelings were not the hurt. bigger picture is always more important. My feelings, feelings are never hurt. Uh, I just look for opportunities to uh, to, to just talk shit. Yeah, to talk shit. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's the East Coast in you. Yeah. My my grandfather always said cap. So for me to make fun of you for cap, oh, I, I would see? I would definitely not make fun of my grandfather who I love <laughs> very very much. Uh, but it's an opportunity for me to make fun of something to get Franny says. It's a cap. Baseball cap. Man, you watch more baseball than anybody else. It's a baseball cap. Of course, cap. but I, you, you, So are cap? you going to put your are you going to put your Yankees hat on? Or are you going to put your Yankees cap on? I, I would call it a hat. Yeah. Your Yankees hat, really? Yeah. I would call it a hat, yeah. Really? Yeah. There's like a brim on the side like yeah. it's like a, like a cowboy like hat or something like Ooh. that. Wait, we never did a cowboy episode. What do you mean? We never did like a uh, a brewery, a, a brew beer, or or brew to beer, or done anything where we where we wore cowboy hats. We did the yeah. the the heavy metal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was the last one. That was the last one. one. We, we did the Lederhosen. The Lederhosen. We did the French sort of thing. No, no, no that was for the cognacs. Uh, yeah, we did the French, the French, the cognac taste. We did the bourbon taste. Yeah, but we haven't done anything where we dressed up with cowboy. We, gear we're gonna yet. Have to do all American. Uh, beers and and just dress up like like cowboys oh. with 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 huge belt buckles. I can't yeah. wait. I can't wait. 
Uh, all right. This is from Alagosh Subject Brewing <laughs> Company. <laughs> it's a hat. It's a cap. It's a, it's a hat. Well, I hear cap. I'm like, I just, it feels old fashioned to me. It is a cap. Extra, extra. This is from Alagash Brewing Company in Portland, Maine. This is the River Trip Belgian style session ale. It's a companion to Backyards, Backwoods. And balconies alike. River Trip is a low alcohol by volume Belgian style table beer with hop forward grapefruit and stone fruit. Oh, stone fruit mm-hmm. notes. It's brewed with local grains and spiced with coriander for an extra hint of citrus. Dry hopping with comet and azeka contributes to the mix of melon and grapefruit notes in the beer's aroma. It's good for any. Adventure. This is a great company, Franny. As you said, they sent us the swag. Mm-hmm. You put them out there on Instagram. We put them out there on Twitter, and they were nice enough oh, to yeah. send us an, Very a kind. bottle cap opener. Uh, you know, some hats, some some glasses, some some beer mugs or whatever. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was it was great. I mean, and they are the only brewery that has done so. Other breweries listening out there. Yeah, especially 818 Brewery and <laughs> yeah, San exactly. Fernando right Brewery. Down the street over breweries here. that are like 10 miles from yeah, here. This is right across. This is across the country, and they mail this stuff out to us. And I don't care how this stuff tastes. They're awesome. Yeah. Golden Road Brewery from yeah. Glendale. You think you're too big? Angel City. I can tell you something. People in Florida <laughs> don't know who you are. But if you get on this podcast, they might. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Alagash. Thank you so very much. Yes, exactly. For the swag that you sent out to us. We appreciate every little bit. Yes. And they went over the top. I mean, they, they went above and beyond. I yeah. mean, they really did. I mean, they reached out to us on Instagram yep. and they sent us the swag. Thank you. Um, I think her name was Jessica for reaching out to me and sending us the nice swag from Alagash yeah. because your brewery is awesome, you're awesome, and your swag was awesome. Yeah, and do you know why we're tasting another Alagash beer tonight? Exactly. Because you actually did and that. Every time I see something new from Alagash on the shelf, I grab it off the shelf and I grab and I and I buy well, okay, three cans tonight. But if there was a six pack, I would have brought a six pack and not only Ben, not only did I just buy this tonight, but for my coworker at work, who's a big beer fan, I also bought her a six pack of Alagashes, like separate yeah, very nice beers. Very because nice. she's like, I like beer. I'm like, oh, dude, you've got to try this. And she's like, oh, I like Alagash beer. Let me get you with a fucking yes. different. Yeah, exactly. So Alagash, thank you very much. And he also said, will you marry me as well? <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> uh, all right, Friday. What do you think about this particular beer? The, the color... She turned so me down, far. by the way. <laughs> she turned you down. <laughs> well, it's not every day that a woman says, I like beer. Well, I was surprised. I was surprised. I'm like, you know what? You like beer? All right. And actually, she has tried some of that. She tried the Alagash, one of them. But I'm like, fuck, you got to try the Trapel. You got to try the Black. You try to, you got to try the Curus, whatever it is. I don't even know well, what that, it is. The Trapel was good. Yeah, and, and they didn't have this one available. But I saw this tonight on the shelf. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy another Alagash because Alagash is awesome. Yes, because everything from the East Coast is awesome. Exactly. All right, what do you think of the color of this beer, Frank? Uh, it's not. It's a nice hazy, uh, light yellow. Almost beer, looks right? like a rap, uh, rattler. rattler. It does, yeah, actually. Well, oh, smells nice and fresh. Well, there's 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 actually a nice little bit of hoppiness to it that I didn't got a hop, expect. Got a citrus yeah, note. Very nice. Very fresh. Very clean. Let's give it a shot, Ben. Cheers to you. But. I would want a little bit more Christmas. Let's see if I can find that Christmas tonight, Ben. 
Cheers. Oh, that's good. It is crisp. You know what? I think I found the crispiness, Ben. It, it, it has that, it on my tongue, on the back of my tongue, the middle of my tongue. There, that those that I mean, the carbonation is. It's tight. It, it is. It is. It's like little bubbles. It's like it's like the champagne, like the one from last week, actually, the one that we had. Um, it's got nice, that, tight carbonation. That Weiss beer from Germany that was almost champagne-y. This well, is the also Shore. very nice champagne. There's like there's there's a little bit of sourness, which is really nice too. It's like a, there's a little bit of sourness. There's a little bit of citrusiness, a little bit of hoppiness. I'm very hoppy. <laughs> I'm very hoppy with this beer. That's good. That's good. Oligash, you know what? This is awesome stuff. Everything so far from Oligash has been amazing. Let's see what they say about this on the interwebs. That is really good. That is really good stuff right there. Alagash River canoe trips. Okay, well, that can't be right. <laughs> Let's see. From untapped, what we get here. We get 3.6 out of 5. Mm, I'd say it's higher than that. You know, not, not too many comments. It's just people rating the beer. Yeah, where's the words? Yeah, there's there's really not much there. It's just, you know, four or five stars. Untapped. Useless. Yeah. I want to uh, see actual reviews, not just ratings. Uh, uh, review. And a lot of words, too many words. Bodied, very rarely, blah, blah, blah. Bitter, no, no. Conclusion, very special beer. <laughs> An ethereal farmhouse ale in cans under 5%. River Trip captures the original purpose of farmhouse, ale, farmhouse ales. And better than most Belgian varieties today, light body, quenching, and almost always accessible. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think? I I think it's excellent. I mean, I think this is a really good, easy to drink beer, but it has a lot of. It, there's, there's, I love that grapefruity, but there's just a citrus nice, notes. But I like the little bit of sourness that it gets. That little yeah. bit of bitterness, that sourness that you get on the finish as well. Um, and it's not strong. I mean, this could also be a lawnmower beer because it is crispy it is it has just that nice lawnmower bear it is i mean it, it but it has more flavor than most lawnmower beers but it still gives you that crispiness yeah that freshness on the finish um and it's it's you know under five percent uh alcohol by volume so you don't expect it to be strong but there's more flavor there than you would expect for something with a low alcohol by volume like that i mean it's good yeah I'm not sure why you're playing that. Yeah, that was the <laughs> that was for the last sampling. That's good, man. What do you think? I mean, it's so nice on yeah. the on the entry. It's got a little bitterness, some citrus. Uh, it's got a beautiful tight carbonation. I almost get a little bit of the hops, actually more hops than I would expect from this mm-hmm. type of beer. I mean, it's it's nice. Yeah, no, this is a very good. This is a very it's, good offer. I would say it's tight. Yeah. It's tight, bro. It's tight, bro. Yeah. Bruh. What would you give it on our thirsty goal rating scale of you know, one would, to or zero to ten? I would give it a nine. I mean, this is something that I could really enjoy over long periods of time. I mean, I could just sit back and just drink these and enjoy the flavor. I'm gonna give it a ten. Ooh. Ooh, a 10, Ben. I mean, 
from from what it for what yeah. it's supposed to be, yeah, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, no, I mean it 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 you know I, I was expecting something a little bit lighter than this, but there is enough flavor there to enjoy. Um, it would be nice if there was maybe just a little bit more bitterness to it, but you know what? I like the bitterness that it has, the little bit of citrusy notes that it has, and it does have that crispness that I'm looking for in a beer. Yeah, but look at that color. Oh, beautiful! I it's just like poured a, a little bit more in the glass. It's like a hazy. Look at that hazy. Almost like yellow, a, yeah. Sort of yellow, pale. It's like a pale yellow. I mean, it's like, it's almost transparent yellow. Pale. I mean, it's it's an interesting color, and it has a lot of head. And the carbonation is just like you said. It's it's, it's just so tight, tight champagne like carbonation, and um, it is refreshing, and it tastes fresh all the way from Maine. All right, funny. Anything else to add about the Oligosh? No, always good offerings from Oligosh. Absolutely. All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have our housekeeping to finish up the show. Oh, the most depressing part of the show. Steelers heading into a, you know, a must-win A downward game. spiral. The Eagles heading into a must-win game. The Seahawks heading into a must-win game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you all for listening. We are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzbrow.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes. Check out the show notes to get links to all of the stories that we cover, all of the bourbons, scotches, rye that we review as well, and the beers. Get links to all the podcatchers in the universe. Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, CastBox. CastBox. As well as the rest of the podcasters, we're also on Pandora and Audible as well. Please look for us on Audible and Pandora. You can email us at podcasterstogoal at gmail.com. Send us a note and tell us what we do wrong or what we do right. We would be happy to hear from you. Follow us on Instagram at Franny's amazing Instagram account at Thursday and my mediocre Twitter account. Yours is better, Ben. At Goal Thirst. And check out Franny's. The photography is probably, you know, PhD photography level. What you are seeing from the photography on our podcast, so we're is happy that, to is have that it. a level of photography PhD. <laughs> well, that... there must be. There, there's got to be. You know, I've, I've got a doctorate in uh, it, it photography. In, in photography. Yeah. There's got to be a PhD in photography somewhere. I am doctor photographer. <laughs> I'm a I'm a doctor of photography. <laughs> so please come into my studio and and disrobe, uh, because I, I'm a professional. Trust me. All right, Friday. What that, what else would you crazy. like to add before we finish out the show awkwardly? Uh, no, thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. And Merry Christmas and almost a Happy New Year. But we'll yes. see you before then. Thank you all so much. Happy holidays. And we'll see you next week.